Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Federal Communications Commission has determined the following content to be emotionally harmful. Funny things that you think funny aren't funny. Give me cocks all the time. I want cocks all over me. The Alan Cox Show kicks ass, man. Welcome. Welcome. Show me what you got. You're not going to see a lot of cocks on TV. Alan Cox from the Alan Cox Show. I don't know what it's about you, but I can't even stand your Santora is here too. What up? What's that? Don't touch the camera. It looks good. I was fixing it. It looks great. Alright. Pound Cake is back in Studio G. Afternoon, white people. Because he's a real one. If you'd like to join us, uh, please do. Caught myself a couple of times yawning on camera and I apologize. I got no sleep last night. I don't mean to yawn. That sends the wrong message. Excited to be here, uh, ready to work for you in whatever uh, capacity I'm capable. I got great sleep last night. Woke up at 7 a.m. refreshed and voted before 8 a.m. No line, just walked in, had a weird conversation with a dude that <laughs> noticed I was wearing a Nike sweatshirt. He's like, did you watch the movie? I'm like, why are we talking about... He's like, yeah, the Michael Jordan movie that came out earlier this year. Did you see that? I'm like, well, why, why are you so enthusiastic about this movie? You Everybody love that wears, movie. It's called Air. Yeah. Good movie, but I, it's entertaining. It's great. Yeah. yeah. But Jason it's just, Bateman, Matt the guy, Damon. The guy just came way too strong out of the box talking about it, like being excited to talk about it to somebody that he doesn't know. This is one of the, yeah, but maybe he thought that was common ground. He goes, hey, you're wearing Nike. I watched a movie about Nike. Let's chop it up. I mean, literally, I get out of my car, like, I'm still closing the door, and he's like, is that a Nike sweatshirt? And I was like, I'm Jordan, yeah. He's like, did you watch the movie? I was like, no, I haven't seen it yet. He's like, oh, it was great. And I think, well, Davis is going to win an Oscar for it. And I'm like, oh, uh, I'm just trying to vote, man. Yeah, like, bro, I've been up for 20 minutes, yeah. all right? Just give me a second here. I got to my polling place as soon as it opened. Opened at 630, and uh, I got over there. I always see Duke. You know, Duke will call us occasionally. Mm -hmm. He's one of the poll workers where I vote. And so I'll say hi to Duke. No line. That's the best part of the early morning. Wait, the poll finger? No, the one right next to it. 
And uh, you get in there and you do your thing and you get right back out. Now, I didn't grab one of the I voted stickers. Not even, not even a curmudgeon. Normally, they'll hand them to you, uh, so you, you won't forget. But as I'm walking out, I see them splayed out on a table, and I was, I was halfway out the door. I'm not going to reach down and, and grab one. I found my uh, last I voted sticker in the jacket pocket that I wore. And so I'm like, <laughs> well, why am I going to? Yeah, I don't put them on. I mean, you know, who cares? You're supposed to vote. I like the ones that were I State of Ohio voted. Yeah, I Ohio voted. I'm, I miss those. Those are good designs. What is I, I Ohio voted? It was, Ohio, this, it, it was like, I love New York, but it was I, then this the shape, shape of, of Ohio is kind of a heart shape. Boy, they really keep trying to turn the state of Ohio into a heart. Don't the heart they? of it all. They are really, really. Alan, it, it, it's the heart of it all. I mean, it looks more like a physical heart mm-hmm. than an actual, you know, drawn heart that we're used to. The I heart New York, you know, the stylized heart in cartoons and drawings and things. They're really still going for that Ohio. Do I know what all is? Yeah, that's everything. Yeah. Oh, and, the heart and, of it all. Yeah, and Ohio is the heart of it all. Everything. I see. Okay. Everything. Gotcha. Well, uh, listen. If you can take the shape of the state of Ohio and convince people, I mean, if they were like, "Hey, it's the pancreas of it all," it doesn't have a ring to it. If they go, "Hey, it's the gallbladder of it all," and it barely resembles a gallbladder. But it also barely resembles a heart. At least go with something that is a vital organ. Not something that can be removed and you can just keep on going. Well, that's their point. Listen, this is one of these things where the tourism board comes up with something and then they work backwards. Uh, What was the old state of Ohio slogan? It hasn't always been the heart of it all. The heart of a lot. It was the heart of a lot. (laughs) They go, guys, all we need to do, because it used to be find it here which is a terrible, I don't envy anyone in any state who works for the tourism board because it's an impossible task. You're never going to come up with something cool. Uh, You know, I Heart New York is a classic, but that's the city. That's not the state. People aren't walking around with those, oh, you live in Manhattan? No, I'm from Utica. You know, love Albany. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's the city. Uh, I don't envy anybody who has to come up with slogans for the tourism board because you have to come up with something that is uh, because it's nothing anybody can get bad at. It's just it's vanilla to the nth degree. It's just unnecessarily, you know, find it here or the heart of it all, which gesundheit. Discover it. I thought it was discover it here. Discover the there's something with the word discover is on the Ohio like when you cross into Ohio now. Discover Ohio. I mean, when you go when you go from Michigan into Ohio, it says find it here. Is that what it says? I believe so. It says something about discover. And then Ohio.org underneath. Uh, but uh, you know, the official state motto of Ohio is "With God, all things are possible." Hell yeah! Because of course, these things were done in the forties and the fifties when people still believed in nonsense like that, so they attached it to them. Well, the thing is. So many people still believe in those things. Yes, but they are, you know, by definition, anachronistic. So you're not allowed to campaign at polling stations, but there was a guy standing, like, on the sidewalk outside of the polling station, so it's technically, like, public property or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he had, like, a vote no on Ohio thing, and I wanted everything in me. I wanted to... I vote wanted, no on one. No on mm-hmm. one, yeah. yeah, yeah. Vote no on one. 
And I wanted so badly because I'm like, I'm trying not to start as many fights in public. And uh, as many. I like that you're working on it. Well, it happened at the grocery store yesterday, too. But I walked I walked past him and I wanted so badly to be like, hey, man, don't tell me what to do. That's what this whole issue is about. (laughs) Like, you don't get to tell me how to vote or what to do with my body. That's the whole point. Well, they weren't telling you. They were suggesting. They were saying, hey, this is how we work for some advocacy group or whatever. You know, I never people know what cloth I'm cut from. They know that I'm a liberal and I'm a progressive, but I don't ever tell people how to vote. I just tell them, please go and vote. I thought it used to be at the polling place. You couldn't have any signs anywhere. Now they're they like, everywhere. Well, now that where I go, they kind of give you the driveway. And then at the end of that, there's a sign that says no campaign information past this. So they're just jamming signs in and there were like dudes standing there because my polling place is, is very close to my house. So I walk. It's like a 10 minute walk there and back. And so I walked this morning and there's dudes standing out there. The sun's barely up and they're just holding placards, you know, yes on this, no on that, whatever. Uh, people who are running for a local office. But I thought it used to be you couldn't have any signs. But boy, they squeezed them all in before you got to the. The final sign, (laughs) the invisible barrier there. But you had a guy on the sidewalk doing that. Yes, he was outside of the, like, area or whatever, trying to get away with it. Well, anyway. And Pound Cake, when did you vote? This morning. Uh Uh-huh. And where did you vote? At my polling place. And where is that? None of your business where. Uh Uh-huh. Me. He got his ass up and voted. Sure, he did, did. You do you have the? Did you update your to your new address? Maybe. I think we might have the same place now that we vote at. Oh, maybe you saw him there. Is it the middle school? Depends on what middle school. He doesn't know what you're talking about, Bill. He doesn't know where the polling place is. He doesn't know. You, That's why you get a lot of maybes and possibly's, and he's dancing around it. We all know the answer. He, I'm not, just having a bit of fun with. I was going to say, then why did you ask? Because I know the answer. And if you had blown my mind and said, in fact, I did, and it's uh, because of all of your uh, positive uh, affirmations that got me to engage with the democratic process, while we still have it, you'd flee a wildfire. Evacuate. You'd prepare for a hurricane, but there's no escaping this disaster. It's one of the worst disasters that I've seen in my career. It's the Alan Cox Show. On 100.7 WMMS. 216-578-1017. 216-578-1007 or 800-348-1007. If you want to join us live at any point in the proceedings today, I'll have another $1,000 here for you in about seven minutes. 2.30 is that next keyword for you to grab a 1000 bucks. Cavaliers are off tonight. They will play tomorrow night in Oklahoma City against uh, the Thunder. That'll be an 8 o'clock tip. I-, I read it. You know, sometimes you'll read something too quickly and your brain will fill in the words. And I read uh, Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins graded in loss to Cavs. And I read it as traded to Cavs. And I was like, well, that can't be the case. Of course, a big homecoming for Andrew Wiggins for the big cup of coffee. And Steph was Curry, in a way. He was born in Akron. He never played for the Cavs, though, right? Didn't right. Andrew Wiggins get drafted to the Cavs? He got drafted to the Cavs and, and traded. Um, no, no, he was traded before he played. Oh, was he really? Game, yeah. Who's the guy who came and really flopped? That, uh, Anthony uh, Bennett. Anthony Bennett. Wiggins is Canadian, though, yeah? Or are they both Canadian? They're both Canadian, yeah. I believe. All these Canadian basketball mm-hmm. players. Man. Anywho. And Tristan Thompson's Canadian. 
I'm sorry? Tristan Thompson's also Canadian. Right. You think those guys sit around talking about maple syrup? I mean, or the tragically hip? I'm sure. Or Drake? I think probably Drake. Drake for sure. <laughs> you think they do? Mm-hmm. Man, that would be a... Co- I'd love to be a fly on the wall for that. Andrew Wiggins, uh, Tristan Thompson, and Anthony Bennett sitting around talking about Drake and maple syrup. Mm. Of course, they'd probably be talking about... Uh, Multiple guys hounding Curry. Yeah, they'd be talking about that too. Well, there is a pretty good international scene up there so in toronto where they're from mm-hmm. so of course they're going to be talking about uh probably indian food and a you know other asian food and stuff sure like that. a lot of multiple chinatowns there mm-hmm. in toronto so calves tomorrow night pound cake what were you listening to in the break i went back to get something out of my locker and pound cake's blasting music in his studio whitney houston uh christmas album <sighs> Didn't I was kind of I, when I was getting this stuff out of my locker, I was trying to kind of hear what it was. It didn't sound like Whitney Houston to me. Was that a live recording? No. Oh, okay. It it was it was her Christmas album. It was just called One Wish. There was a I was listening to Little, <laughs> Little Drummer Boy and then uh, the first Noel. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a Christmas album. All right, and that's something that you have on YouTube, or that's something yeah, that you just, play? there's her albums just on YouTube. Yeah. Gotcha. What's what's the sound when it gets to the the little drummer boy playing the drum. That's exactly how that song goes. If you recall, it goes, uh, I come to you. That's his parumpa pum. Well, that's what, then why didn't you do parumpa pum pum? Because at the end, it's. Well, at the end. Well, you got me there. I I would not be I would not know how that song ends. So you do have me there. Joan Jett did it. Bob Seger did it. Everybody's done it. But uh, I don't know how it ends. For these soundproof doors. They're not, no, they, they're not soundproof at all. None of these studios are soundproof. They, Why would you ever think that they would build radio station studios soundproof? No, these are not soundproof. If there's more than three people out in the suite, they're farting in unison. We can hear it in here. I know. What is this? The Bing Crosby? Come on, man. Give me the... He's got to do the cool crooner warm-up. This is the one with David Bowie. But I just want to hear the end. Here's the end. No, there's no parumpa papa. There's nothing. What did you do? There's none of that in there. Well, you're not listening to the Whitney Houston Christmas album. I don't know what it's like on the radio. Oh, on hers it is. You okay? I didn't know that it was that was specific to. I didn't know either. But I've only listened to Little Drummer Boy by Whitney Houston and I forget who else. Maybe. maybe, all my Christmas albums are like soulful. Like I listened to the Braxtons and then Whitney Houston. I don't know. I mean, Mariah Carey's is great because she's like the only living icon that I actually remotely listen to. But it, you know, it, it's not. As wait, soulful. wait, wait. Let me dissect that. The only living icon that you remotely listen to. Yeah. Huh. Like I, I know she, her catalog is like the only catalog I know. Um, and I can. St- I'm still able to see her in concert. Like Tony Braxton doesn't tour anymore. Uh, Tina Turner's deceased. Whitney Houston's deceased. Um, Celine Dion doesn't tour anymore. So, out of all the living legends, 
the, the people that I consider legends, she is the one that's still touring. I don't even think we have that Whitney one in the thing here, in my system. It, it, it would probably be R&B. I don't know if we would even have it. I mean, we, hell, this was 2003 when it came out, maybe. Yeah, they'll just call kind of end with the vocals. All these versions end with vocals. Me and my drum. You get that live version. Uh-huh. See if I can find that Whitney. His oh, here's the end of it. There. <laughs> <laughs> it's the he Rambo version. <laughs> I can't help it, you know. I got if you're watching the show, I uh, I just I'm so full of the spirit, Bill. Now that we have our Christmas tree back here, I had to. I That's had what to inspired me. I had to physically remove our bureau chief map so they could bring the Christmas tree in here, since magic is going to be uh, switching to Christmas very soon. Of course, we share this studio well, with the Mark no way Nolan to predict show. what day they're going to switch. <laughs> there's, uh, we share the studio with Mark Nolan. He's in here in the morning. And so they're setting up all of their Christmas things around here. And so that um, uh, requires me to remove, temporarily, our Bureau Chief map. Now, I love having the Bureau Chief map for a couple of reasons. One, it allows people who watch the show live at alancockshow.com to really kind of get a sense of what's going on nationwide with this program and the iHeartRadio app. And the other reason I love it is because our big boss, boss Keith Hotchkiss, hates it. And so that alone is uh, reason enough. He hates the Bureau Chief map. Hates the map Why? being in here. Because I don't think they want anything in these studios that have any kind of individual uh, uh, touch or anything That's like that. Nice. And so uh, I just say, well, and listen, I'm not trying to get on people's bad sides, but uh, that's a, a prop that has served us long uh, on this program, and I enjoy it. it was... But when Christmas time comes, that all gets moved. Now, what are you going to do? Well, one more legend makes a choice, and I think he chose wisely. Former Cleveland Indian. Grady Sizemore has joined the Chicago White Sox. And White Sox legend Jim Tomey has welcomed him with open arms to the White Sox organization. Of course, Grady Sizemore, whose career was cut uh, terribly short. He was a young, young man when he had to stop uh, playing baseball. When I first moved to Cleveland, one of the very first uh, appearances I did was a, uh, a charity function with Grady Sizemore. And he was a nice guy, didn't know who he was, but it became very clear to me very quickly that he was a big deal. And there were all of these women there that called themselves Grady's Ladies. <laughs> and I was like, that's pretty sweet. I thought it was cool enough that your name is Sizemore and you're a baseball player. But um, what can I tell you? He must have gotten a little bug in his ear from White Sox legend Jim Tomey. Who uh, said, hey, come to Chicago. You'll have a great time. And so that's what's happening. Grady Sizemore joining the coaching staff of the Chicago White Sox. And if there's anything they need right now, it is coaches. They need something. Because they stink. So maybe I'll hit him up and go, hey, do you remember me? I did a charity event with you uh, over a decade ago. Of course, he'll say no. <laughs> Get out of my face. And I'll Old say, man. okay, well. Huh? Get out of my face, old That's man. That's exactly what he'll say. And um, I'll say, well, and I'll, I'll try to jog his memory. 
And uh, even that will uh, fail. I don't have any connects there with the organization. So, you know, uh, Grady Sizemore did do a couple of things, I think, here with um, uh, the Guardians a few years back. But they, from what I can tell, unceremoniously kicked him to the curb. And so rather than wander in the wilderness of Major League Baseball, he um, found a new gig. And so congratulations to him and congratulations to uh, my Chicago White Sox. I don't know what he'll do for them, but they need a lot of help. Nowhere to go but up. Nowhere to go but up. He was the hot commodity when I was in high school. So beautiful. Uh-huh. He's just and a man. So my high school cheerleading coach, okay, follow this. Mm-hmm. My high school cheerleading coach, her roommate in college, mm-hmm. married Travis Hafner. Mm-hmm. So my high school cheerleading coach went to the wedding. And she came back to practice that following Monday with pictures of her and Grady Sizemore. And we were all losing our minds. Like 14-year-old girls like, I can't believe you actually met him. We're like freaking out. Oh, yeah. 14-year-old girls. Asking her all these questions about him. She said he was kind of a prick. That he like wasn't. Like, yeah, sure, he's cute. But like he knows he's cute. And he's kind of a a D-bag about it. And uh and we were all like, it doesn't also, matter. Also, they're 14-year-olds. So like, what is yeah, he supposed to be Yeah, why does he want to talk to 14-year-olds? No, 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 What's no. Up, this is my high school cheerleading coach. Oh, coach, okay. Her oh, well, roommate, she probably... so they're in there, she was like probably 21, 22. Her roommate married Travis okay, Hafner, so she, so was, she a... was of age. Was she hot? Yeah, she's pretty hot, man. But, I mean, I don't know if she was there solo or what. I just remember her coming in with, like, old printed out, like, uh, disposable Digital. camera photos oh, of her and Grady Sizemore, and all of us were losing our minds. Wow. Well, the, the cheerleading coach. Anytime Grady Sizemore comes up and people bring up Grady's ladies, it's one of the saddest things ever. Why? If you know the story of how Grady's ladies ended, uh, the founder of it was murdered by her boyfriend. Oh. Boof. Yeah. Nobody else wanted to take up the mantle? Nobody else wanted to uh, keep yeah, the kinda, Grady's ladies going? Mm, kind of put an end to it. Oh, boy. They were short a lady after that. I love you, but please don't touch my vagina. That was Mary's uh, high school cheerleading coach upon meeting one Grady Sizemore. Programming note that our friend Dr. Ryan Berglund from the Cleveland Clinic is going to join us one last time in 2023. This Friday, he's come in and uh, joined us for the better part of a decade. And he is a surgical urologist at the Cleveland Clinic. And he does a segment with us called Is It Red? Where he takes uh, calls and texts and messages from you guys who might have some weird stuff going on down there in the strike zone. And he'll be here to help. So that'll be Friday afternoon. So if you have, maybe you can't listen live, you can always email me uh, ahead of time. You're free to keep yourself anonymous. That makes you feel better. Uh, Alan at AlanCoxer.com. And I'll just put it in my Is It Red file. Uh, but Dr. Ryan Berglund will be here on Friday. If you listen on the iHeartRadio app, you can leave us messages anytime you want. A little talk back button there. I always knew pound cake was a little bit of a juggalo. Mad mother loving wicked cloud love. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, because we were talking about Fago Red Pop yesterday. And oh, pound yeah. cake, so now pound cake's like an honorary juggalo. Magnus, how do they work? That's yep. cool. That's right. I, I, I was kind of curious to see how the meeting of the Juggalos go. You should go. You He's have, in the summertime. I, I know. I've never gone. I would go.
We have to send him as our roving reporter one of these years. I did a wedding out in the town where they had it this year, I think. Wasn't it in Thor- Thornville or Thornhill? Thornville. Yeah. Thornville. Was that Ohio. east of Columbus? Yep. Yeah. It's in the middle of the country. Oh, they had a wedding there. No, no, no. I, I did a wedding out there before the meeting of the jugglers. That's what I mean. Like, you were in the same area where they yes, have the gathering? Yes, I've been to that yeah. town, and it's just very, very tiny, but um, a lot of land. Right. Well, it's lucky that you got there before the gathering, because otherwise it would have been a wedding. Would it probably would have been still a lot of debris, right? A lot of detritus from the juggalos and stuff, and juggalettes. Perhaps. Yeah. Like a, a little meth packets and stuff. <laughs> Just a little bit, Becky. <laughs> Lying around, you know. Staples that had come out of some guy's testicles. Just things like that. Things that you'll see at the at the gathering. Well, put that on your um put that on your tentative summer schedule for next year. We'll send you out to the gathering. I once go. they announce that. I'm not I'm not tattooing or getting anything pierced, but I'll go and You won't get a hatchet man tattoo on your thigh? No, I'm not on your calf. Good. I'm not gonna mark my body, no. Mark your body. God, I used to love when um, this would have been late 90s. I'd only been in the business for a few years. But the Insane Clown Posse used to be on Hollywood Records, which was owned by Disney. And so their third or fourth album comes out, late 90s. And Disney got all these complaints from these religious groups. The album is called The Great Malenko. This is early in the ICP uh, catalog and Hollywood Records had put it out. And I think they were excited because they knew that these guys had a pretty big fan base, except they got so much heat for it that they, the day it was released, Disney recalled, they shipped 100,000 units. And the day it was released, Disney recalled all of them back and dropped the ins- <laughs> insane clown posse as if they didn't even know who these guys were or what they did. Uh, now, what that's going to do for you, though, is it's going to give you a massive sales boost. So they were called most of those. But the next album that ICP put out, it like debuted at number three or something in the late 90s. And so that Disney helped them out a lot. It was a, it was a win-win because Disney didn't have to get boycotted. And it was huge for the Insane Clown Posse because they got a big boost in sales. And then they got immediately signed to another record label. But back in the day, you know, you'd get promotional radio stations and record stores would get promotional copies of uh, CDs. Way back it was albums, but it would be stamped on it. You you know, you'll see it at like the CD exchange and stuff because those people don't care. They'll take whatever you give them. But every so often you'll see one that says not for not for sale, promotional copy, not for sale, because technically it was illegal to sell them. But if you have those in your CDs anywhere and you take them to like a CD exchange, they don't care. So those CD resale shops are full of promotional copies. But those old ICP records, at least that one that got dumped. Hey, Kevin. Yes. What's going on? Nothing. I was just driving to pick my kid up from school and heard you guys talking about uh, debris after ICP shows. They used to um, have that gathering at nelson's ledges uh, outside of garrettsville oh yeah and um for two or three years a band that i went in to the festivals for uh would follow them every every uh, week Who was that? we would uh 
<clears throat> the main band was Acoustic Hookah out of Columbus. Oh, yeah. We would inevitably find um, loads of... Yeah. What are the square batteries? The square batteries? The, D, or the 9 volts. DCs, whatever they are. Yeah, the 9 volts. 9 volts. <laughs> and um, and uh, crushed in non-crushed Fago cans all over the place. So we would spend... All right. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Clean that stuff up. You know how I know it's a 9-volt battery? Because of my battery daddy. I can open that Don't thing up, it. and I know Don't. exactly where it is and how many I've got. Need to relive it. And right now, I just don't have things that need 9-volt batteries. So I only have one in my battery daddy. We go through way more double and triple A's at Casa Cox. Show to your cuck tuck? Than 9 volts. What's that? Your cuck tuck? Did you get that? Don't have a cuck tuck. No. Nope. Don't need one of those. inspired to be ordered something. D- did that product inspire me to watch my well, wife get railed by other men? Well, you said you like the idea of... I like the idea of it for people who might need that. There are a lot of guys. No, like for the, just That's for their the thing. corners of the bed, like the, the sheet stain on the bed. I try not to li- leave a big sheet stain on the bed. <laughs> I like to shower frequently. And uh, I like to engage in, in proper hygiene. No, I think the idea, listen, it might not be my kink, but there's a lot of people into that. I think the cuck tuck would be perfect for them. Because when you have somebody over to your house to rail uh, your wife, you're going to be laser focused on the sheets, specifically the fitted sheet. Because hopefully you're an adult and so you don't use a top sheet. But that fitted sheet, uh, very, very important. You don't want it flying up, anything like that. Plus, they were all sold out. I went online and yeah, they were all sold out. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. It got the AC bump. They got the buy squad boost. Before we did the, the buy squad boost. I love that. Uh, should have bought it before we did that segment. Alan, you have been described by your enemies as evil, insane, manipulative. Who are you? Call the Alan Cox Show. 216 or 1-800-348-1007. Three five one nine two. Want to send a text? Alan Cox Want to watch live? See our shining faces on your computer or television? Who's helping out today? Pack Patrickle Frankenstink. I like that. That's good. Uh, thank you, Patrickle. I wonder what they go by. Pat or Rick? Or tricky. Or tricky. Mm-hmm. Patrickle Frankenstink over there in uh, wherever they are. I'm not allowed to know, uh, but uh, you're allowed to know. It's just a different place. Yeah, I like to keep it. Yeah, I like to keep a professional distance. It was 20 years ago today. You know what happened 20 years ago today? Something that I think is fair to say changed all of our lives for the better. 20 short years ago today, November 7th, 2003, by my math, Elf hit theaters. Such a good movie. Probably one of the only modern holiday classic films, right? it's still right? 20 years old. 20 years old. Zoe Deschanel was 20 in that film. Simply no way to know how old she is now. But right. that was pretty much the movie that put John Favreau on the map, too. Because it was, he wrote it, he on directed it. On the map? It. Favreau? He had done Swingers. 
that that was huge at the time. I I'm mean, talking it's not about, big like no, 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 Elf big, but Elf made like a quarter of a billion dollars. That's what puts you on. You mean that. like mainstream? Because I feel like people in the industry knew who John Favreau. No, was. they knew who he was, but as a director, that's when you start getting a pile of scripts on your desk. That's when you have your pick. If he didn't do Elf, he wouldn't have gotten Iron Man. Right. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty much where got him where he wanted to be. And, um, yeah, made about $250 million worldwide. Uh, Jimmy Kahn was in it. He's since passed away. But, you know, they've made a musical out of it. And they've made countless cartoons out of it. And there's Elf merch. And 20 years ago today, I guess that, that I was reading a thing where... Favreau, before uh, he had he had written the screenplay and he wanted to uh, direct it, but they weren't sure if he was going to direct it. And so they talked to a handful of people. And one of the people that they decided not to go with, I guess, had decided to create like a much edgier version of the story. And I think they're like, no, no, we, we just want like a nice holiday classic, right? Yeah. Bob Newhart's in it. Kyle Gass is in it. And... um I guess they, this other director wanted the film to include that Zoe Deschanel's character was living with an abusive boyfriend Ooh. in in her apartment, and uh, that's the tack that he wanted to take, like in a grimy apartment, and she's walking to work, and that's why, you know, she's so kind of sad all the time. And they said that we didn't hire that person; we put John Favreau. Uh, in charge of it. And then they had to figure out who was going to play Buddy the Elf. And it was going to be Jim Carrey. Oh. And because this guy was like, (laughs) Jim Carrey was the guy. And the Elf script had been around for a while. By the time it got made, it had already been around for 20 years. So, um, John Favreau was the guy that, there's a handful of people who really owe large portions of their career to John Favreau. And Peter Dinklage, that was yeah. a big role for him. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. Call me Elf one more time. One more time. Yeah. So it was uh, Will Ferrell, who is currently in was... the movie Quiz Lady that I was talking about yesterday. And he was perfect. perfect. Oh, by the way, yeah. while we're talking about Christmas movies, very quick aside, Home Alone did get added to Disney Plus yesterday. That's so funny. <laughs> I swear to God, because I went home, looked at, uh, on Disney Plus, Brian brought it up. Because he listens to the show, and then he sides with you guys, and it drives me crazy. I come into the back room after Thanks, we eat Brian. dinner. Every time I come into the back room after Why we is eat it dinner. sides? Well, it, what do you mean listen, sides? I it's either in, on there or it's not on there. I come into the back room <laughs> after we eat dinner, and he has Disney Plus pulled up with Home Alone on the screen. He goes, I think it's right there. I see it there. <laughs> but it was under, like, the newly added tab. I it was see. literally added yesterday. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. That was very coincidental that you couldn't find it the day before, and then we brought it up on the app and found it. Yeah. And then he... What, bitch? Threw it in your face when you got home. What else did he side with us on? He always sides with you guys. Or he does funny stuff like that Mm -hmm. uh, whenever we have a discussion that... I don't know. I don't even... I can't think of another example. When he'll say that, uh, what does it matter? I'm going to be... Poundcake's boyfriend soon anyway. Oh, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, we'll get in. We'll talk about something. And be like, yeah, well, I'm going to date Poundcake anyway, so do whatever you want. Or just, he always makes references to the show at times when I am least expecting it. Naked. No. Bent over. No. 
The one time, I don't even know if I should share. Mary likes to leave work at work. The last thing she needs is to get more of this at home. So That's a place to relax. Do you remember a couple, maybe a couple of months ago now that Bill uh, was trying to get people to pay him to suck my toes? Yes. Okay. Well, Brian and I... I mean, I assume. It sounds like something Bill would do. So I'm going to go with yes. We're going for a lot of money. It was, like, like, it was like $50,000 yeah, or something right, like that. It was a lot yes. of money. For so, you to suck his toes. No, no, no. No, for was, Bill to suck my toes. me to suck her toes. Okay. And I said I didn't want to do that because I like that. Okay? So a couple days go by. Brian and I have sex. He sucks my toes. And then, like, it wasn't immediately after, but we were, like, sitting on the couch maybe an hour later. And he was, you know, well, how was that? Blah, blah, you like that? And he goes, sorry, it wasn't Bill sucking on your toes. I'm oh, like, God, I hate you so, so much. Oh, like, no. I hate you oh. so much. Way to but kill the afterglow. It's But that's what I'm saying. It wasn't immediately after. He had yeah. given it a little bit of time. There's some room to breathe there. <laughs> but he'll he'll throw in show references when I'm least expecting it. And I'm like, I I really can't stand you sometimes. Wow. And Does what... he ever go like before he's getting ready to go downtown be like, Don't even say it. Don't even say And I'd leave him if he did, honestly. Wow. Well, Brian, if you're listening right now, you've got some marching orders right there. <laughs> Try that one out. Call her out. bluff. I mean, he's got the music for it. You know, he could just <laughs> get her knees up in the air and then. No, all right. Not. Fine. These are all great <laughs> ideas. The toe sucking, the get down in the holiest of holies. <laughs> it's all good. Are you worried that there would be an echo? What? So, okay. Um, okay. What? <laughs> See, she's. You said earlier, just as an aside, you said you got into a fight with somebody at the grocery store. I didn't get into a fight. I oh. avoided a fight. Oh. I was on the phone with my mom. She's there's some drama going on in my family, so my mom calls me and she's mm-hmm. going on and on. You know, she's telling me about all the drama. Is, the there, um, is there a time when there's no drama in the Santora clan? Not in recent memory. Right. Gotcha. No. So drama going on. My mom calls me and she's going off. She's. I'm just letting her go. She sometimes she just needs to vent, right? So she's venting. I'm going through the grocery store at a regular human pace, maybe a little bit slower, right? But I'm on like a main drag. I'm not in an aisle. I'm, I'm, there's like plenty of room to get around me, right? And I'm on the phone. I'm talking and this lady comes up behind me like way too close to the point where like I feel her cart behind me and I turn around and she's like, get off the effing phone and like went around my cart like we were in traffic or something. Mm-hmm. And everything in me. Everything in me wanted to be like, is there a problem, ma'am? Like, do you have an issue? See, like, this is what is one going that you on? should have gotten into. But I let it go. Why? Yeah, there's no point. I say things. There's no point. I say things more often than I should. But then it's a thing. Right. And I'm like, right. I'm really thing. not trying to fight with this lady at the grocery store. Because then I got my mom on the phone. I got to be like, hold on, mom. I got to scream at this woman. You know what I mean? But I, I, it took all of my patience not to say something. Well, to that's her. good. Therapy's working, it, I guess. That's good, yes. But yeah, I was. We're, we're, we're all surrounded by people who can't handle life, who can't handle any variable that gets their way. This was an old woman, probably. She was probably, I would assume she's probably in her late 50s, early 60s. She wasn't like. Yeah, old. so not elderly. No, she wasn't old, old enough to know better. But she's having a bad day or something. Right. She really. So the part of the story, because I'm trying now, to. Now, you should have handed her the phone and said, this is for you, actually. <laughs> part of the store we're in, there's your meats. On the left, and then as that, the, it's a big aisle. As that closes, this is like the perimeter of the store. Um, then you come into the dairy aisle, right? So we're in the meats, in between meats and dairy. And I'm like, she does not need to get to shredded cheese this fast. Like, what could possibly be such a rush for you 
that you're get out of the effing way. Like, come she on, dropped man. an F bomb for yeah. you, oh. but she said it like under her breath oh. as she was going around me. Oh, well, that's different. Or get off the effing phone, whatever it was. It was if she whispered it to no, herself. No, 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 she did not. She oh. said it under her breath, but, but loudly loud enough. enough. You could hear. Yes. She's like shaking her head as she walked past me. And that's what made me mad. Say your thing. She just walk around me. She's shaking her head. I want to be like. damn kids on their phones. That's how she saw you. What's your problem? These damn kids on their phones. I'm 34. You're, she doesn't know that. You're probably just over there doing the ticking and the talking. And you know what made me so happy? <laughs> yeah, that's how you do TikTok on a phone call. Again, she doesn't know this. So she just sees someone on their cellular telephone and is angry. But what I'm saying is we are not in a small bread aisle. Right. We are in the large, a very large There's section of the store. There's plenty of room to, get to the yes. other aisles. Right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So... My favorite thing that happened though is we come along, come around, and there's only two lanes open. <laughs> so she like hurried up around me and got what she needed to get, and then had to wait in line behind seven other people. And I'm like, "Are you glad? Are you glad you cussed out a stranger lady that you had to go stand in line with everybody else?" Like that's always the case, though. Where you know, do you some, need to be? Somebody in, in on the highway comes flying yep. behind you at ninety. They're at the same red light you are, dummy. Yeah. And they're trying not to make eye contact, or sometimes they do. Like if you want to be alpha, I will just look, and I'll just. Mm-hmm. Bitch. And then Not they, even that. Like, I don't have time for your nonsense. You I would have just hit her with, I'm sorry, my mom was just hit by a truck. I, so do, I think about that stuff where I'm like, I should be like, oh, do you have a problem with me discussing my funeral arrangements for my grandmother with my mom on the phone right now? <laughs> I don't have any more grandparents, so I don't feel bad saying Say, that. I've just found out I have inoperable toe cancer. Oh, that would be the worst. Ma'am. Yeah. Okay, so... You got you. I did you ended, not say anything. You ended up behind her in the in line. I went to the other line. I didn't mm. want to be anywhere near her. But there were only two lanes open, and this was around noon yesterday. So there was, I mean, a decent. There's probably five or six people in each line. Imagine the person that she was behind in that line. She was probably still muttering under her breath that the line wasn't going fast I'm enough. I'm sure she was. Yeah. We got out to our cars at the exact same time. I saw her packing her stuff up. I'm like, oh. But you don't know what kind of day she's having either. You know? Yeah, but don't get Maybe off your effing phone <laughs> in the grocery store. I'm not. I'm not driving a car. I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah. Well, some people they can't handle anything. Anything that is off their normal routine or whatever. She was by herself. Yeah. Right? Maybe she's got some layabout son at home. She was still living with her, and she's she, angry. Maybe she's got to get a couple of uh, provisions before she goes to see. Her critically ill child in the hospital. That's why I didn't say anything. Because normally, I don't know if normally is the right word, but I want to. My initial reaction is to start, like, not even start a fight. You react immediately. But I want to call you out on being a douche. And why is that? Because I want you to know you're being a douche. But they don't care. But I need you to know. I don't care if you don't care. You need to know. But they they might not even know. But they know and don't care. I don't even know if they know. How would they not know? Because those like, kinds of people are like that all the time. She thinks I'm the one in the wrong. But so what? So I need her to know that she's wrong. Well, this is why so, fights started gonna, my family. I because know, my but, family are douchebags and do things like that. And but, then I'm the only one who says something. And then I'm the problem. But, but there's no... I know. There's no resolution. That's why I didn't say anything. You know? I didn't say anything. We're surrounded by millions of people living in this fantasy land where they think what, you know, they can't handle reality. So they've put it in some kind of other. You're never going to fix those people are never going to figure it out ever because they're living in their minds. They're not living in real life.
I'm trying to change my mindset. I think you did a good thing. Well, I'm trying to, ch- because I do that. Oh, yeah. Faux shiz, faux shiz. I don't want to be the problem all the time, but I, I feel like I'm not the problem. I'm the one who calls out the problem, and then I become the problem. You know what I mean? Like in my family settings, when someone says something ignorant, and well, I family, call them out. Family's always different than a stranger. Family, there's deep-seated connections with things like that that can just drive you crazy at the drop of a hat. An old lady in the grocery store, you know. I know, but I'm saying it's a a personality trait. It's a character trait throughout that I'm trying to work on. It sounds like you are. And yesterday, I didn't... didn't. You didn't give in to your true self. (laughs) You didn't (laughs) become the Hulk. I changed my true self. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't. I didn't call this woman out on why she had to get to the hummus so quickly. (laughs) Hummus is delicious. What is happening over there? Was it roasted red pepper? I don't know. Oh, man, I could understand telling you to get off your effing phone if she was making a beeline for the roasted red pepper hummus. That's pretty good. (laughs) It's good, isn't it? Um, And I still put my my own hot sauce in it anyways. Brian does that. Is that a euphemism? No. I'm just saying it has the roasted red pepper hot sauce, but it's like that's just like a sauce. It's not like actual hot sauce. Why do you put sauce in hummus? Hot sauce. Brian, well, it's, it's like hot sauce it's on top. It's yeah. already gooey. What? Yeah, to make it spicy. Yeah. Why don't you get the spicy hummus? You they want the roasted like red pepper? Specific specific hot yeah. Or a specific hot sauce. Uh, yeah, but it's already like, well, I guess it doesn't matter. Sometimes it's already I do, gooey. I mean, I like to. It's not about the gooeyness. Yeah, it's about it's the it's flavor. All, it's it's right always having, about the gooeyness, Bill. No, I like the pound cake. Always. I like the intensity. Like, I like to change the intensity per chip. Like, I'll have the hummus. On the pita chip. The intensity I'll, per chip. Yep. And wow. Then, and then I'll put a little hot sauce on each individual chip. And I'm like, oh. So what's your IPC heaven. scale then? <laughs> IPC? Intensity per chip. Intensity, intensity per chip. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Probably like two or I'm two. You came up with it. I'm trying. I'm trying to. Yeah. Well. scale. <laughs> Probably about two or three little um, shakes. And you use like Cholula, or you're using uh, Tabasco, or you're using Sriracha. What are you using? Either Tabasco or like the, it's like the rooster or the red red Sriracha. Rooster. Sriracha. No. Well, that's the Sriracha okay. has a rooster on it. No, he's got like a Louisiana hot. Louisiana. Hot. Oh. Thank you, Bill. Yes, Louisiana hot. You've talked about it before. Yep. Has the like the little? It looks like a target on it, but it's not. And why are all of like the homegrown hot sauces? You know, like there's all these like small batch hot sauces. They're it's all, all butt fire. Yes, stuff. they're yeah. all about how they're going to blow your ass out. I don't understand how that's <laughs> a selling point. You're asking me why I use that Colon one. Inferno. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I thought Colin Inferno was the Secretary of State in the Nixon administration. Col- yeah, that's a perfect name for those. They're all like. Hot ass hot, hot sauce. It's got a cartoon of like a guy crying on the toilet, yes, fanning his ass or what. I'm like, yeah. So how is that? What? My hot sauces of choice is Louisiana and then Frank's Red Hot, which is pretty good. I love Frank's. I put Frank's on breakfast food. It goes on eggs or omelets and popcorn are oh, the two things I use. The old ladies in the commercials would put that shrimp on everything, according mm-hmm. to them. Only thing is with like the Louisiana hot sauce, it doesn't have like. It, it it just pours out like it's there's no like little drip thing like oh it doesn't have like the little dot holes yeah. yeah yeah per drop like it just comes you should out. get your own container for it that so you can yeah I should get a spray bottle there you go like a you're spray spraying bottle. a cat that's on the counter it yeah get <laughs> no it won't if it's thin if it's yeah liquid. that Louisiana hot's pretty thin I feel like okay. Well,
glossy. That's really good. That actually might be a really good idea. I thought about that because I like hot sauce on popcorn. Mm -hmm. And the only way, like specifically kettle corn, the only way I'll do it is I'll put hot sauce in a little ramekin and then dip the kettle corn in it. And I swear, we just had popcorn the other night and I was like, I should get like a spritzer for this and spritz the top of the popcorn. You're taking pieces of popcorn and putting them in the ramekin of hot sauce? Yeah. <laughs> but the littlest... <laughs> with chopsticks or a toothpick? With my we, fingers, but uh, you don't need um, a lot. A lot. A you, the tiniest smidge. little dunk. So I'll have like four or five pieces of popcorn, a tiny little dunk in the hot sauce, and then that goes in the mouth. What wow, about this? Okay. What if you just got some... Like a powder version of that hot sauce? I'm sure they I've make it. I've never heard of that. What you Just Frank's, yeah. I bet they have a uh, dry rub. Or like rub. a buffalo seasoning yeah, or something? Yeah, like a, a dry rub... Would, yeah, that would be good. And then you could just power that right in the, with the popcorn, toss it in the bowl, boom. Ooh, that's a great a idea. Yeah, I'm really smart. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to popcorn seasoning. When it yeah. comes to snacks. <laughs> now you can enjoy that sickening middle of the night. What am I going to do with my life? Feeling in the afternoon. Feeling Show on 100.7 WMMS. tonight, but they will be in Oklahoma City tomorrow night. Play the Thunder at 8 o'clock. You will hear all that here on WMMS. 7.30 is when that pregame coverage will begin. So you get it on the Buzzard and on the iHeartRadio app. If you listen to us on the app from outside Ohio, uh, tell me where you do that. I'd like to know where people are listening. Alana is a bureau chief in Dover, New Hampshire. Steve listens in Hartford, Connecticut. Sebastian's out in Salt Lake City. Uh, Scott is in Renfrew, Pennsylvania. Uh, Jake's a new listener in Charlotte. Aaron's down in Vero Beach, Florida. And Lisa Z is new up in Buffalo. So thank you one and all. Everybody's texting me in the break trying to get Mary Hip to Frank's has a bunch of popcorn seasonings. That's what Bill just said. That you can look into. I have to get that. There you go. In several flavors is what they say. Because, you know, people like... Uh, options. People like options. <laughs> oh, that's always how it be. Someone come flying around you in the grocery aisle or on the highway. They get stopped at the cash register. They get stopped at the red light. But what about all the times that they don't? What about all the times that they do get ahead of you? Are you just ignoring those results? That's bad science. Come on now. Hmm. Well, um, science it's is a liar sometimes. Owen and Willoughby, and I give him credit uh, for leaving a message that isn't screaming at Pound Cake for not voting. But, yeah, well, listen, in, it's life. There's winners and there's losers. There there have been uh, countless songs written to that effect. But it, it, it all evens out, man. All evens out. Now, there are some people who feel like unless Mary told the story uh, improperly or didn't describe it properly, there are a lot of people who think that you are wrong because you were blocking the aisle. But no. you said you were in one of those big wide aisles. I, it wasn't an aisle. Okay. No, but like, I know what you mean. Like, way. Perpen- mm-hmm. the, like the perimeter of the store yes. that goes perpendicular to the actual so you're aisle. blocking the Correct. shredded cheese or the hummus. The <laughs> no, I wasn't even on. Like, I'm walking alongside the opening of the aisles. Yeah. To my right is where the aisles open. And the aisles with like 
bread she or juice or grumpy. whatever go perpendicular. To my left is probably 10 feet at least. What? And then uh, along the the left side wall is the meats. It loops around the other, like like an L shape, the perimeter of the store, and then that turns into the dairy. Yeah, what? So I, there's ten feet to my left, and they cram so much in grocery stores that it's almost impossible to not be in the way. Even in those, even if you're along the perimeter, there's like, you know, you got the end caps at the end of the aisles, but then in the middle, you've there got like stacks of middle, chips, yes. and then there's muffins and pastries. Sure. And you're like, okay, but also. Muffin. You love a muffin? Muffins are good. What kind of muffin? Cranberry orange. Those are good. That's my favorite. I like a blueberry muffin. Lame. Lame. Cranberry orange. I said I liked your... Just have cranberry orange. That should tell you something. It's underrated. Supply and demand. Well, it's undersupplied because it's underdemanded. Listen, cranberry orange is great, but you got to go to like a a place to get it. You're not going to get those. Like a bakery. Yeah. Because they're like, all right, you psychos get in here and we'll make them for you. I got six when we open at 5 a.m. You know what I don't like? And they're all still there when we close. What? Chocolate chip. Chocolate chip muffins? Not a chocolate chip muffin. I don't like that mixture. Or chocolate chip pancake, if we're on it. <laughs> oh, good for you! You know, if we're talking all things chocolate chip, <laughs> let me go on record as saying, no thank you. No thank you. No thank you. I think muffins should have a fruit aspect to them. Well, or in your case, two. Yeah. Cranberry orange. Mm-hmm. I like blueberry muffins. Now they're a little sweet, whereas your cranberry orange is going to be on the bitter side. Got a tang. Got a tang to it. And you know my thoughts on tang. I like all different kinds. You like them sour. I like <laughs> I like the drink. I like uh, all different kinds of tang. Pootie. Uh, well, I like pootie tang. Yeah. It's a delicious, delicious drink. Uh, I'll have more money here for you in a few minutes. Uh, 3.30 is going to be that next keyword for you to grab uh, $1,000. Disneyland, I was mentioning earlier, just kind of in passing, we are talking about the Insane Clown Posse and how early in their career they had been signed to a record label that was owned by Disney. And so that became very difficult for them to kind of navigate that. But somebody sent me a story about how the lines are so long at Disneyland and Disney World that they have a real problem, not just a passing here and there, but they're seeing more and more they have a real problem with people pooping in line. In their pants? And, well, in something. (laughs) Well, I'm saying in their pants or they like dropping trow and squatting. Like leaving little things, I guess, or shrimp-related incidents are very much on the rise in line at the Disney parks. Somebody, I guess, a couple of either current or former employees who wanted to be anonymous, I don't know, uh, were kind of uh, talking about it and running a thread on these conversations. And there were two people who worked on the custodial team at Disneyland and at Disney World. And um, they had a whole chapter of this book on it called Disgusting Things. And they said that it happens so frequently that there's a there's a code for it when they're talking to each other on the radios. It's code H. Um, and so that they said that, that more and more they're finding that uh, people will uh, relieve themselves in line. So you have to think about the person who has spent because it's not cheap. You know, there are families who will save for years 
for that once-in-a-lifetime trip, because that's how it's sold to you. I don't think anything... Uh, there's no clearer picture of the inequality in this country than the people who go to Disneyland or Disney World all the time or the people who save up for years to take their family. And so then you get there, and it's just nuts. to. I, now, I've never been. I haven't either. But talk to enough people. And, well, and there's, I've been to Disney World, and I've... I, I imagine the lines are very different. Anyway. I've only been to like downtown Disney, whatever that small thing is there in Florida. I did the. I think this coming spring, I think we're legit going to Disney. We're, we're going to the big thing in Orlando because I mean I want to see like the Star Wars and the Marvel and all that. But and Nora's the perfect age. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, it's I like, feel like seven, eight, nine, where they're not too cool for it yet. Yeah. They're still really into like the cartoons just, and everything. Just the fireworks. Like uh, again, I know you guys can't said, get those anywhere. But the, their display is just top-notch. The, the lady told me, and this was a worker. I told you guys before you said I was full of crap. But this is what one of the workers told me, that they spend $4 million a night on fireworks. Uh, you're still full of crap. That's not there, – there's there's no way they're spending $4 million a night. That's what they said. <clears throat> $4 million a night. Okay. And they're open year-round? Yeah. Okay. They're not, like, closed on Christmas? So they're spending $1.4 no, billion dollars a year just on fireworks. Yes. Hmm. That's again, this was back I went when I was fourteen, so I don't know the math on that. Inflation. <laughs> yeah, inflation. Right off. In twenty twenty three dollars. Well, whatever. Uh I don't believe it, but uh, I'll I'll take your friend's word for it. It wasn't my it wasn't my friend, it was a worker in one of the little shops on mm-hmm. Main Street USA. Gotcha. So yeah, I mean b- because it's very expensive to go. They're having bigger and bigger problems because of climate change, that it's just getting just unbearably hot in all because they still I think they still have Disneyland in Paris or something like that. They've got, you know, Euro Disney, I think. But the weather's getting so wacky that, you know, people can't stand out there in line for three hours when it's 95 degrees. But they also want to sell you food, too. So you've really kind of painted yourself into a corner if you've gone to eat. And then you find yourself in line longer than you thought you would be. Especially park food. Park food that goes right through you. <laughs> Boy, doesn't it? It goes right through you. Unless you get like By a... design. <laughs> yeah, so you get, you'll you buy to, more. They, yeah. So you'll be buying beverages. And, uh, you know, you might get a hamburger at It's a Small World Cafe or whatever those things are called. Dude, I'm on Disney's website. This is Some of this is crazy. We didn't find out. Until after we got home, that we left a whole bunch of like dining dollars. Like it was, it was really like a college campus. Now that I think about it, because we got all of our food and meal, like our meals, prepaid on these cards, and we thought, um, that, oh, that's money that you just blew. Then, well, well, yeah, we, we spent it, and we didn't realize. We thought that the meals counted, like the snacks counted as meals. No. Those you can get snacks on this card as well. So th- if you're walking throughout the day at the park, you can get snacks, and that's that doesn't count as a meal. We were going to like really nice high end restaurants. I remember I had I ordered duck for the first time. It was the first time I had duck, and I couldn't eat it because we were staying at Fort Wilderness, and my uncle told me we weren't allowed to poop on the, in the RV, <laughs> and so I was back. So up. you ordered duck. I was like back. a greasy bird. Yeah, I, I ordered duck and I had to take it home because I was laying on the floor in in the restaurant bathroom yeah. because I was backed up. I hadn't pooped for like four days. Um, and my uncle asked if I was like bulimic or something. I was like, no, I'm not. 
The opposite. Mm. Yeah, I'm backed up. I'm binging. I ain't Does he know what bulimia is? <laughs> he didn't believe me, but I like I couldn't. I was like, I, you have to let me go number two on the RV. I was like, I have to have a private bathroom. Um, I would I would set an alarm for like 3 a.m. to like go use the Fort Wilderness, and it was Disney, oh yeah, it was Disney bathrooms, so they were nice. It wasn't like it was nasty, but every time I would go in there. Try and, I'm like, okay, no one's going to be up at 4 a.m. Someone would get up at 4 a.m. and t- start taking a shower, and I'm like, oh, I can't poop. So, um, but yeah, we left. You'd have to be up all night trying shower. to find a poop window. Yeah, we, lo- we we left thousands of dollars, like on those little mill cards, because we didn't use all of our meals. Dude, some of these rooms, I mean, the cheapest is a camping site. You bring your own tent, it's $170 a night oh, to, that- to camp, but they go up to $1,200 a night. Yeah. What are you doing? That's where we're going to be. You're not staying at $1,200 a night. Probably. Are you kidding me? I I don't skimp on accommodations, all right? I don't spend a lot of money on stuff. But if I'm going to night, bro. If I'm going to travel and I'm going to stay somewhere, I will dump coin on the accommodations. So you're going to spend $6,000 for five days. Let's say you go for five days. Just That's just... To sleep. Well, we're going with the in-laws and, we're, you know, yeah, but what I'm, part saying of it. I'm not is, paying for the whole thing. How much time are you even going to spend in that room? You're going to be out walking That's all day. Your concern. When I get back, it's going to be <laughs> on. I don't know. Oh I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying go with the cheapest, but that's crazy. I'm sensing some hateration. I feel no. I'm not. Just, that's just a lot of money. It's just a lot of money. Well, Disney is expensive. That's crazy. Mary, you would have liked what a pound cake had. He had the duck a l'orange cranberry. Ooh, look at that. Well, Ron Willoughby says that uh, Disney World spends $40,000 on fireworks a night. Wait, not $4 million? <laughs> But pound cake had a very reliable source that said it's $4 million. A simple Google search will tell pound cake that it's $40,000 a night. Now, that sounds, that's still a lot. But for Disney, uh, that sounds reasonable. Okay. I've been wrong before. Yeah. What? You have. Come on. Jenna's been calling us a lot and not growling. Oh. she's They're they're very brief, so it sounds like she wants to growl. Usually when Jenna out there in Poland, she leaves me a lot of voicemails where it's just her growling. But the last couple of days, she maybe she's there's a light at the end of the tunnel, maybe. It's time for Sweet Nothings with Jenna from Poland. This has been Sweet Nothings with Jenna from Poland. I mean, she's not wrong. None of us deserve Travis Kelsey. I mean, good grief. Just the excitement he's brought to our life. What? Why are you being so dismissive? Because he's not even like the hottest. He's pretty cute. I mean, he's cute, but he's not. I mean, are you saying that Taylor Swift doesn't have good taste in men? Are you doubting her eyes? He's, he's not a Nick Bosa. He's top three in the NFL. But he's not a Nick Bosa. I don't even know who that is. See? Meredith doesn't know. like him because he's Bosa. Trumpy. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude could break my ribs. I don't care. He, okay, these guys look kind of similar, Cody. The Travis Bosa Kelsey, brothers? Tra- Travis Kelsey's hotter than Nick Trying Bosa. Trying to say all white guys look alike. Uh, yeah, these two. <laughs> white kind of football players, players do. Yeah. yeah, little corn-fed, you know, hillbillies or whatever. Max Crosby, put that one in. Max Crosby? Yeah. I don't even know who that is. Who's Max Crosby? Max Crosby, no. <laughs> I know he looks like a there. fat ginger. If he gains <laughs> some weight in the offseason, he'd be a fat ginger. Hey, yep. he could get it. He's not bad. I'm, I'm, he's tatted up. He's trying to distract from the fact that he's ginger, but he's cute. He's okay. Hey. <laughs> 
Uh, T.J. Watt. From Lapeer, Michigan. T.J. Watt, I know who he is. And then um, who's the guy with the hot mom? Zach Williamson or something? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, he's hot. He's terrible at football. Apparently, is according to the guy who's always... He's ranting. terrible at football. Yeah. Well, he also looks like... Um, if he didn't have short hair, he'd look like a girl. He'd look like a female. He has Travis a, Kelsey? No, no, no. Zach Wilson. He has a very, very... Feminine face. Because he has a very clear, he has like no blemishes at all. Not a mole, not a pimple. Well, that's not what's going to make you look like a woman. He just has a very feminine face. But it looks like he takes care of, like he looks like he has a perfect face. He's like skin cream or something. Well, you got to do that. You must moisturize, Pound Cake. You know this. You must. I just drink water. You got, that's it? You got to have a regimen, homie. I don't. Oh, you just wait till you're 52. I let this melanin do I've been, thing. I, I had the long game. I've been moisturizing for 30 years, son. Look at me now. Not don't a look mark. A day over 48. Not a mark. I don't look a day over 48. Thank you. <laughs> Not a mark on this face. As much face as you got. I mean, Shut up, Pound King. Hit him with a one, too. You son <laughs> of a motherless no whore. I'm going to outwork you. You're right about that, boss. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, well, what do you want from me? So, yeah, a lot of poop at Disney. So, uh, just <laughs> work that into the equation when you're going to get out there and decide how much money you're going to spend. It's like a $10,000 vacation, dude. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Some people are like, vacation. I bought the thing where I get to go every week. And then other people are like, yeah, we've been saving up for I'd 10 years. I'd rather go out of the country. You know what I mean? Mike in Hinkley said he swore he would never go to Disney. And then at 44, he went with his kids. And he said, holy hell, best experience now I spend my time trying to figure out how to get back. Their attention to detail, clean spaces, and willingness to anticipate all that you want. I, again, I think that those are the complaints that people have now. Is there like it's less and less like that because I don't know if there are fewer people working there. I don't know if they're spending less money. ESPN has always been the money maker over at Disney. The parks, less and less and less. So if the parks are making less money, they're going to pump less into them. And you're going to start to see little cracks in the armor there. It makes me mad, though, because when I was there, uh, the Haunted Mansion, the one, the one thing that I really wanted to do was go to the Haunted Mansion, and it was under construction. So we went to Tower of Terror. Uh, we didn't get to do the Aerosmith rock and roller coaster. Nah. Um, but we did see, like, Phantasmic, which is kind of cool because they project a movie on, like, a water spout or whatever. Yeah, they had to they had to um they had to construct a haunted house. Well they're just probably renovating the ride. They were they were renovating yeah. the, what they have now. So I don't know. I think I because I had that experience, I'm grateful for it because I don't have any real desire to go back. I saw pretty much everything. Like I'm not gonna go back just to do uh the haunted mansion. I'll go to is it Diagon Alley at Universal? For Harry Potter? Uh, yeah, probably. probably, sure. Yeah, I, I would go to Universal. I would go back and do that. For Harry Potter? Yeah, I, I, that's, that seems fun. And I haven't experienced that park yet. But, like, we went to Epcot. There, I'm a roller coaster guy, so they only had Mount Everest or Expedition. Space Mountain. Ex, no, it was. It's Expedition oh. Everest, where you're, like, the abominable snowman is, like, on the mountain. Like, that's, like, the only roller coaster that they really have. So, I'm like, eh. I did the That's an Haunted Mansion when I was a kid. We went there when I was probably six or seven. And it was very terrifying as a kid. Because there's one part where it looks like there's a ghost in everybody else's uh, car that they're riding in. And I was 
trying to I'm like, why can't I see my ghost? I wanted to see the ghost that was supposed to be in my car, but it was because it was like a reflection and they would project it on there or something like that. But it was it was pretty intense we did when the, I was a kid. We did the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie thing. and it, they Yeah, made, that was cool with the shaking mm-hmm. chairs and stuff. Yeah. yeah honey, I'm, I Shrunk I'm the over. Kids, is that what it was called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a PSA. Yep. Shaking baby syndrome. Yep. We and, don't cotton to that here at Disney. And then they have MGM, which is, I think, is the newest park. And they had like a bunch of movies, movie stuff there. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. How many movies were shot here? And I was over it. And just was over it. Then they have like the separate parks. I think it's all one now. But we went to the MGM park when I was probably 14 or 15. We got to see the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular. Oh, yeah. And that was really fun. And when I, you know, they didn't have a ton of rides there. But I want to do Downtown Disney. That's what I wanted to go back and do. Yeah, we I, was, I might that. do an adult Disney trip and just go oh boy. be drunk and high at Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Disney sells molly. enough popcorn each day to pay for the fireworks, I'm being told. Well, yeah, I go. bet. And I, I don't need, we're just talking about this just because it kind of came up. I don't need Disney nerds hitting me up or calling. You know, oh, you're going to be there with a hat in, in front of the castle? You're going to have the Disney ears, Alan? He's going to repropose to Gwen there? Yep. I'm not doing any of that. Yeah, let's renew our vows in front of the Magic Castle, <laughs> whatever it's called. Renew our vows. What are you guys doing here? They have to be here. What are you doing here? What's your excuse? Back to the Alan Cox Show. On 100.7 WMMS. Uh, Comedian Pete Corielli going to be back on the show tomorrow. He's at Playhouse Square this weekend with Bill Squire, yeah? Uh, Correct. And then Dr. Ryan Berglund will return to the show. We haven't seen him in a minute. He joins us every so often for a segment we call Is It Red? And if you've been with the show for a while, you may have heard him. He's a surgical urologist from the Cleveland Clinic. And he's joined us for many, many years now, trying to help you guys out if you've got weird stuff going on down there. Uh, He performed my vasectomy. uh, And uh, boy, no issues at all with that. Tops in his field. Anyway, he'll be here on Friday. Last appearance of 2023. And then um, I guess you got to wait until next year. You got to wait till the spring if something's dripping to, to ask Dr. Berglund. So I always say it's good to avail yourself of his knowledge. So he'll be here on Friday. And if you can't listen live, you can always email me your question. I'll try to get to it when we talk to him. Well, otherwise, we'll take your calls and your texts. Live Cavs are in Oklahoma City tomorrow night. Last night off, tonight off. They're resting up after that big win over the Warriors. So they'll be in Oklahoma City tomorrow night. And then they'll play the Warriors on the West Coast on Saturday. 8 o'clock tomorrow night on MMS. 7.30 is that uh, pregame here on the buzzard. And blah, blah, blah. Uh, I got no sleep last night. I'm like dragging today. Nightmares? Not nightmares. I fully intended. Trouble with the wife. No. I fully intended on getting like a really good night's sleep. And then my dog is like up all. She's clicking and clacking. And I'm like, what's going on? Hardwood floors. Clicking and clacking. I'm like, what? Dog boots. So I get up. Dog socks. No, she kicks them off. She pulls them off with her teeth. We've tried it. And, um. 
I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to cover the whole house in shag carpeting. There you go. Well, the floors, not the whole house. Oh, no, just the, the bathroom. House. Like a high really pile yeah. kitchen, bathroom, yeah. every every uh, horizontal surface in my house. Anything that could get wet. Any yeah. floor yeah. covering high pile shag carpeting. That should take care of it. No, so she's Economical clicking around. Too. So I get up about 90 minutes after I go, I go to bed. And I get up. And usually when she's trotting around, she's got to go outside. Okay. Walk her downstairs, let her outside. Just open the patio door, let her run around the backyard, do her thing and come back in. Okay, fine. Comes back inside, and I go back to bed. 90 minutes later, or thereabout, I'm up again. And she's clicking and clacking, and I'm like, what is going on? And it's the middle of the night, so I'll check on my daughter. I go, and I go, oh, my God, what stinks. My dog has taken a dump in my daughter's room. Oh, no. Okay? (laughs) Now... That, it's not like that's unprecedented. It happens very, very infrequently, usually because I sleep through her clicking and clack and wanting to go outside. We don't have a doggy door or anything like that. So I'm like, God damn. So I let the dog out again. I go out there, go up into my daughter's room. She sleeps right through it. I'm trying to wake her up. But, you know, it's I'm not turning the light on. So I'm like picking up this wet pile Ugh. on paper towels and I go get it, spritz it, right? So we can kind of... Really clean it in the morning, spritz it, put some things down, and I'm, you know, going, I'm flushing that, let the dog back in, go back to bed. But at this point, I'm like sleeping with one eye open. Because mm-hmm. does she got the runs? What's going on? Did she eat something weird? Well, 90 minutes after that, Gwen peed the bed. That's what he was she getting at. No, 15 minutes after oh, that. God. Well, we like to space it out. Right. I pee it first. Right. Then she pees it about 25 minutes later. And... That's a perfect time. Then we roll around and go back to sleep. But so, yeah, like a couple hours later, the dog's clicking and clacking around again. I go, so I go and I let her outside again. It's like three in the morning and I let her back inside. Trouble is, when it's dark like that, she wants to go out there and chase whatever's in the backyard. Stuff gets under the fence, right? Middle of the night, she's out there looking for rabbits or whatever. So I'm, I'm, I'm back there. On the patio, go get it, get inside, get, get, you know, looking up by the way, because it's supposed to be a meteor shower. So I'm like, okay, well, let's look at this as the glass half full. We'll see if we can see any meteors or fireballs or anything like that. All those things we were promised with this meteor storm, nothing. So I go back to bed. Uh, wake up again. I go, what? I'm like groggy. And I walk out into the hall. She has taken another dump in the hallway. What is going on? With and sick? I go, I know she not anymore. <laughs> I'm saying, did she get into something? Or? No. I mean, well, I, what do I know? I just know I'm cleaning up dog crap all night. In addition to whatever she's doing in the backyard. So I'm like, and I almost stepped in it because I didn't see it. Because it was like in the hallway. But again, it was dark, you know. And there's like a motion light, you know, in the hallway, but it, it was too far down the hall to, to come on. I'm like, God bless America. So then I shut the bedroom door because I don't want to wake Gwen up. And I'm cleaning up another pile of crap, letting the dog out. So I, I get no sleep. And then I got to go vote. I got like two hours of sleep. And then I got to go vote. So I went when the polls opened. White people probably. What do you tell me, white people? Everybody's got a dog. Well, you know, 
Not the whole house, the one next to it. Thank you. Thank you, Trev. Ah. And I'm not crating my dog. I'm not doing that. She's 12 years old. She knows what's going on. She probably did get into something or ate something that didn't agree with her. Other than that, she's in tip-top shape. But last night, I was like, oh, come on, man. What are you doing to me? Maybe it's something, maybe it's like Mercury's in retrograde, but for dog poop, because my dog didn't poop in my house, but she did go poop three times in one day on Sunday, which is uncommon for her. (laughs) She's usually twice a day pooper. So, I mean, maybe there's something going around with uh, cat or dog flu. Well, because like the dog flu, maybe the dog flu is going around. I think it's the the astrology. Oh, it's most likely that Mercury is in. Yeah. But is Mercury in retrograde? No. For dogs, maybe. Oh, for their their poop. Dogs are on a different celestial system yeah, than we're on. Oh, they're older; they age faster than us. Why well, wouldn't true? Is it or is it? Yeah, I was gonna say we don't know how. Nobody knows how dogs work or how dog time works. Dog time. We're constantly doing that. I'm dead right now because mm-hmm. I'm not home. Yeah, she's just at home thinking he's never coming back. He's dead. I'm abandoned here. She also thinks you're a giant dog. Is that what dogs think? Yeah, they think we're just. Giant dogs. So when you walk back in, the sun has risen again. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Once again. Yes. I've been shocked. Yeah. Can't believe that you're back. That's right. I thought you perished. You know, when our dog was younger, we got her when we lived in Ohio City. And when she was little, little, and we did the crating thing, because they go, your dog won't poop where they sleep. And they tell you all these things, right, when you're trying to train your dog or whatever. And uh, Boyd, was that disproven? We put her in a crate, and she went butt and nan. It just took a crap all over this crate. My dog got to hose the thing out and bathe her multiple times. And holy cow! Whoopsie! Like she had, like training her to pee outside was a little bit tricky, but she was pooping outside. I don't think she pooped more than two times in my house when we when I was like training her. My cat poops in my house every day. Yeah, so I didn't get, I didn't, yeah, but in a box. I know. Yeah, well, yeah. Why don't I have to worry about this? My cat doesn't wake me up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. Well, yeah, that's the, okay, one great thing about having a cat. Just saying. Is it's not waking you up to go to the bathroom. chill. But you do have a box of crap in your household. You have actual crap in your household. (laughs) Well, last night. Not in a box. But it's very, very unusual. I was just, you know, listen, I don't want her to be ill. I hope she's doing okay. But. Papa needs his sleep. I got to sleep. I have to be, my brain's got to be mossy all day long. My cat will get, uh, I mean, very common for cats to get the zoomies in the middle of the night because she sleeps all goddamn day. So around one or two in the morning, you just hear her running. You'll hear her run. She Sometimes she'll meow, not a lot, but you will hear the little paws just like, and then like a skid and sometimes they're, and yeah, then, scraping and running yeah. around and yeah. But that only happens, that doesn't happen very often. That might happen once a week where she'll do that. My, my dog, when we go to bed, my dog lays on her back. Her legs are just splayed up in the air and she's just out cold. And if you like get closer and like if I try to pet her or something like that, she just goes like, like a low growl. Like, don't mess with me. I'm sleeping. It's like going over to Poundcake's house and lying there on his back. Splayed out. <laughs> splayed out. Mike on the east side. What, right here on 9th? 
My uh, my thirteen year old English Mastiff had diarrhea Ooh, Sunday that's and a Monday. Big diarrhea. That's a lot of poop, boy. Gross. That is no fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, uh, it just kept me up all night, and I didn't like that. But I'm but I'm running on fumes. You know, when you get that thing also, where you're kind of rallying because you've been what? It's giving credence to my yes, please. It's giving credence to my dog retrograde thing. Mercury and retrograde for dogs. Mm. Did Mary's cat pee on the couch a few times when we first moved in? But that's uh, cats are very finicky about um, like they're very territorial. So when they're in new places, they're like they freak out and they have their whole uh, routine and everything is disrupted. So they're like, none of this is mine. None of this smells like me. I don't know where I am. Everything that I've done for the last five years is now different. So cats have a really and the older they get, the worse it gets that cats have a really hard time adjusting to new environments. That's cats across the board. So within the first couple months I lived with Brian, she peed outside her box twice. So not a good not a good pet to have if you move a lot. No. Mm. They they have a hard time. Cats have a real hard time moving. Um but we haven't had an incident since then. Okay, more evidence. Uh the coaster guy Roman said that their dog Poop took a crap <laughs> twice in the elevator uh while they were on a trip in Rhode Island. So that's more evidence of what? What is this evidence of? The dog poop retrograde. Oh, do- oh they- dog mercury poop This just retrograde. happened with Yeah, yeah. I see. So this past weekend. So it's like All right. spilling over. Sitting dogs at different... Well, whatever's in retrograde, I didn't get any meteors over my house last night. So I was pretty bummed about that. I was like, well, if I have to be up, at least maybe I can see something cool. I didn't that see dog that. dog crap on the floor wasn't cool? No, it was quite warm, actually. It was meteor? It was uh, <laughs> steam rising from it. You put it in the garbage or you flush it down the toilet? Flush it in the toilet. Yeah. The garbage? I'm just making Dog sure. poop just, in the garbage? Just making sure. Because, like, if it's logs, you can kind of just gingerly kind of pick them up and spray a little bit or whatever. With your mm-hmm. mouth or your hands? Oh, both. Okay. Uh, but, boy, thank God it was <laughs> on the mouth. hardwood. This, this, like, mushy pile. I'm like, oh, God. See, my the thing that cats do a lot, cats puke. Yep. And uh, that is what she'll do, though. Cats will do that <laughs> temperamentally, where they'll be, like, pissed off, so they'll throw up. Or they're, like, aggravated with you. Or almost every time I get home, not every time, I'd say one in three times I get home from a road trip, she'll puke the night that I get home to send me a message. Like... To send me a message. I'm dead serious. Like she's a Don Corleone. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way you've been acting. You've been gone for five days. There it is. Wow. Yeah, that's the kind of pet I want. One that's always trying she's to get re- to get revenge on me. Yeah, but Vendetta! I mean, I don't mean like hairball. Hairballs happen. That's not a big deal. Yeah, right. She will puke up her food, and she does it on purpose. Where you'll watch her, she'll go over to a bowl, mm-hmm. scarf food, just like eat, 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 turn around, look you in the eye, and just. Bleh. Right on the carpet. I'm like, wow. you little bitch. <laughs> Cat, Send dude, a message. I'm telling you, cats, they do that. <sighs> they drop mice in front of you. But that means they love you. Right. When they puke, it's they're like, hey, could you, could you find another way to tell me that you love me? Could you find another uh, way to tell me you're mad at me? Yeah. That doesn't include puking on my bed? That'd be great. Thanks. Any dog under 50 pounds is a cat, and cats are pointless. You're pointless. Somebody, yeah. There is. They're putting what? That's, That's a, a Ron Swanson quote. Oh, it is? Quote. Uh, some people love giant dogs. Like, I have a couple of friends. I, I, I abide by the old George Carlin line. I try to keep the dogs 
b-hole below eye level. I don't need a giant dog. I don't need a pony in my house. Because then when they have diarrhea, you've got a whole other problem. My brother just bred his golden retriever. And so they have eight golden retriever puppies right now. I'm oh, like, oh, I love a golden God. retriever. I'm like, I kind of want to go get one of those puppies. But they get huge. Not huge. They're I mean, cute when they're puppies, but then they're they... They're not huge. They're like... But a, they'll be big dogs. A bigger dog. Yeah. I don't think a golden retriever is like a big dog. It's, I it's mean, not a mastiff. We no. had a golden retriever, and I love that dog the most. They're good if, family dogs. They're the best. Yeah. I miss that dog. Are they Brian. actually good at retrieving? Yes. Yeah. That's their, like whole their whole thing. thing. <laughs> Are they golden? Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, right. the one that we had was so kind of reddish. The yeah. yeah, yeah, there's different of, hues. It's kind of a red, but uh love that dog. Yeah, they got puppies right now, and I'm like, I know I can't. Yep. We're not home enough. Gone all day long. Quit your jobs. I can't. Just be a dog to get lady. a dog? Yeah. No. Be be dog influencer. No, maybe, actually. I thought about starting a TikTok for the cat, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Brian and I have had a lot of talks about budgets in the future and money and stuff recently. When you get to the let's start a TikTok for the cat (laughs) part of the financial conversation. I'm thinking about it. Maybe a couple of other things you've missed. She could probably, you know, she takes off. Cody's mom was given a TikTok monkey money. That's a monkey. Maybe I can get people to give TikTok cat money. Monkeys are very entertaining. Cats suck. There's a big cat contingency on TikTok is all I'm saying. Oh, I know that. So? But are they going to give you money? But they all have their own cats. But my Pancake's cat mom didn't have a monkey. He's the performer. Right. Everybody who loves cat stuff, it's because they have cats. They're not living vicariously. They're like, Ugh. well, do it. Go but do it. But they still like it. They still will watch more cat stuff. But will they give you money? There's so much free cat You can earn content. money off of views and stuff. So I don't need them to give me donations, although I think that comes with time. I was going to say, if that's what you're working up towards. You need a weird cat, you know, like cut off the lake or something no. for them to be like a unique cat. She is unique. Mm, she has no, extra, she has thumbs. Oh, no, there's a starting spot. A lot of those out there because of the inbreeding. Hey, Ethan. Hey, Mr. Allen, how are you? Good. So between my first marriage and my second marriage, I was dating a woman who decided to surprise me with a Pomsky puppy a couple of years ago. Um, so I don't know exactly where she got it from, it being a surprise, but uh, all I knew is that they said the dog had an upset stomach and to give it pumpkin puree. Now, this <laughs> is the first night we had her, and I, and I don't know anything about any of this, but whoever did it must have given her uh a can i don't know because it's supposed to be about the size of a tablespoon my understanding <laughs> yeah <laughs> they fed it enough to like make a thanksgiving pie oh yeah yeah so my ex-girlfriend at the time goes she wakes me up in the middle of the night and says hey the dog peed the bed i'm half groggy half awake the lights are off i turn the lights on i go oh no that's not pee Ugh. what is that oh no and Needless to say, I had to buy a new duvet cover, and she was furious at me for this dog that was a gift. Of course. <laughs> terrible. Oh, All right. Terrible. Thank you, Ethan. Terrible. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, pal. Alan, I had a large following on TikTok as Chris the Dog Guy. I had over 2 million followers, and I made some money doing it. Somebody else has two 160-pound Alaskan Malamutes. Too big. Too big. But people love big dogs. Some people do. Tommy from my podcast has giant dogs, and they're real cute, but they are, I mean, she is constantly cleaning. Right. Because 
they shed and they slobber. And Dude, are they I security animals? Do. She's a single gal, right? No, is she's she, married. Oh, I she is. She's married and polyamorous. And she's but it, but are they security dogs? Are they just like big dopey hairy dogs? They're big dopey. Like they look like Snuffleupagus. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I draw the line at drool, dude. I can't stand I that. Know, Those these, big, oh, sopping no. jowls. Nope. No. I think they're newfies. Is that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are massive dogs. Yeah. Alan, I read that cats are bringing you gifts not because they love you, but because they think you're a bad hunter and they need to feed you. Maybe. Yeah. My cat doesn't go outside, though. She's an indoor cat. Well, but she is right. You are a terrible hunter. I'm a pretty bad hunter. So she can really kind of lock into those vibes. Our apologies to second shifters. All right, here we go, everybody. Let's get to work. This is no way to start your day. The Alan Cox Show. On 100.7 WMMS. you're in the know, goss is just how the cool kids refer to gossip. The water cooler talk. Uh, courtesy of our own Perez Bilton. That's in a minute. I'll have another $1,000 for you at 4.30, so about seven minutes from now. Uh, tomorrow, comedian Pete Corielli is going to be back on the show. He's doing a show at uh, Playhouse Square this weekend with Bill Squire. And then Dr. Ryan Berglund will be here on Friday. I'm trying to sandwich Peter Billingsley on the show on Thursday. He is going to be in town this weekend for that Christmas story 40th anniversary celebration that they're doing. So hopefully we can uh, can work out some time to talk to him on Thursday. Anybody down at Heinz is going to send me some of this new pickle ketchup. You heard about this? No. Heinz is dropping pickle-flavored ketchup. What's wrong so with they send me ketchup flavor? That's what I always wonder. They're like, because I guess you figure you got to come up with something because you're like, we make one thing. I mean, Heinz makes a billion things, but ketchup, you know, there's a handful of companies that make it. And, you know, even at the local level now, you've got ketchup competitors. Wasn't there a Cleveland ketchup for a hot minute? I don't even that that's still a thing, but a few years ago it was. Everybody thinks they got a new take on ketchup. More power to you. But Heinz is going to be rolling out uh, pickle ketchup in the uh, uh, early part of 2024. Somebody over there said they'd send me some. So maybe we'll try that. Anybody uh, have ketchup and go, you know what this is missing? Pickle flavor. No. (laughs) I mean, you're going to have, maybe they're trying to cut out the middleman. Rather than having to worry about pickles on your hamburger, you just get pickle ketchup. If it makes you feel any better, it's still red-colored. You know, 20 years ago, they were doing purple and green ketchup. That flopped hard. So they're rolling it out now in the U.K. I guess that's their canary in a coal mine, you know. When you have something like this, you really want to roll it out with a community known for their sophisticated palates, like the British. And then we'll get it in 2024, and that'll be fun. 
Maybe I'll get some in the next couple of weeks. And if you're nice to me, you can try some. And if you're not, you can still try some. Because I'm not petty like that. Pound cake is my chief petty officer. I'm so petty that I don't even want to, like, taste someone's experimented food. Like, I, I would never be a taste tester. I don't trust people like that. You don't trust people? Was it like a 16th century monarchy and you're worried about someone trying to kill you or what? Like, I just, I don't want to, exp- I, I don't want to be someone's experiment. Like, oh, I hear I put a new recipe together. But if Try you could it. work for a food company and get paid well to be someone in like their to R- R&D department, you know, but be a like food that's, taster? That's a normal recipe. I don't want to be the first person to try anything new. Oh, uh-uh. you're not a first you're not an early adopter Hell is what you're no. saying. I see. No. You wait till all the bugs and the kinks are worked out and then you dive right in. Yeah, if you want me to like taste something Spoken to make sure. like a true tra- trailblazer. I'm just saying if you want me to taste something that like let me know uh if you want me to let you know it tastes like it's supposed to taste. I'm game for that. But you're not. Well, what's the worst that could happen? I don't Let's know. Let's say you were part of Heinz R&D and they go, hey, Cody, come up here. We, we're doing a little focus group. We need you to check out the first Mm-mm. round of this pickle ketchup. Mm-mm. And then you mark the card and you go, I don't like it. Mm, I don't want ex- nah, to. I don't trust <laughs> them. I don't know what's in it. <laughs> you don't you trust. Know? I mean, they're not going to give something that's going to kill you. Worse is it, they haven't nailed the flavor. No, but I don't want to try. Well, it. if they send me this, we'll figure it all out. But you. Don't get any. That's fine. Are you going to go around squirting it in people's mouths? Like yeah. they do? Are like we still talking do? about the ketchup? Yeah, mm-hmm. like they do with the whipped cream. That's what I picture. No. Oh. Much more tasteful. Okay. Hey, Pound Cake, this is for you. Listen, I work at a garage, and I'm going to tell you right now, you're not impressing a damn person when you play your music very loud. All you're doing is annoying the guys in the booth. We don't care what you're listening to, whether it's rap or rock or whatever. We do not care. It's very annoying. You're not impressing nobody, and you look like a moron. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Well, damn. I like how he ended it with have a nice day. Have a good one. Hey, you look like a moron. I work in a garage, and we don't care. Now, again, Pound Cake knows all this. But there's something by his own admission. There is something in his brain. Yes, it's a tick. I'm not saying it's normal, but that's what I desire. Uh, Did you do it today? Yeah, more. I listen to More Money, More Problems. More Money, More Problems. Yep. Okay. Diddy, Mace, yep. whoever else it is. Yep. I just pulled down and didn't see anybody. And I was like, not today. Right. And so you just crank it. It was already cranked by the time I got into the garage. Is that why you don't want to make more money? Is because you don't want more mo problems? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. He wants mo money, fewer prob- fewer problems is what he would like. Yeah. Well, maybe for uh, Biggie and uh, everybody on this track, maybe they were going to be finding mo problems. But mo money doesn't always mean mo problems. It might mean fewer problems. He thinks about that. Who is this? Is this the song? Mace, yeah. yeah oh, is it Mace? Mace? In P. Diddy, right? Oh, okay. Yes. I guess I never remember Mace. He was still Mace. Puff Daddy. What's up, my little goss guzzlers? Hopefully you voted yes on issue one today so you can take that uh, 
hot steaming loaded potato. You know what? Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, you know. Back to one. Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah. So you can take what? Uh, some goss right in the mm, uh, in the gossy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh shit, oh shit. Let's get things started. Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. Welcome a bouncing baby something to the world. We don't know whether it's a boy or a girl yet. They haven't made that announcement. But uh, they made the announcement back in June that Courtney was pregnant and the baby was born this weekend. And according to Inside Sources, Inside Sources, Travis's bandmates welcomed the new baby at the hospital. Mark Hoppus showed up and said, hello there. While Tom got lost <laughs> and was like, where are you? <laughs> That's all. Just like in the songs. Yeah, just like yeah. in the songs. You get it. Right, yeah. We do that a lot. Uh, Taylor Swift, uh, who Cleveland Browns in-stadium host Bridget Linton is on record as saying makes music for fat, ugly girls. Oh, here we go. She's not even here to defend herself. She didn't say that. Uh, well, Taylor was seen dining in New York City with some of her famous friends, including... Gigi Hadid, Selena Gomez, Sophie Turner, Carol Delevingne, is that it? Cara Delevingne. Delevingne, and Brittany Mahomes. Uh, and according to Inside Sources... Inside Sources. All the women raved that the food was amazing, and they said it was even better when they went to the bathroom because the bathroom was so private that they could purge discreetly. Oh, yeah. Foshes, <laughs> foshes. Okay, goes, ouch. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even say that. <laughs> well, it's not like he made it up. I mean, you know, it does happen. It's an inside source. There you go. Outside, no. Mm-hmm. Inside sources. And then finally, uh, remember the Tiger King documentary? Yeah. Do uh, you remember <laughs> Doc Antel from that? Vaguely. He was uh, one of the guys, he like would ride around on an elephant he and had he a had harem. a bunch of... And he had a harem of women. Oh, he did? Yeah. And, uh, well, he has pleaded guilty to animal smuggling and money laundering, and he's awaiting sentencing. Could get up to five years in prison. However, according to Inside Sources... Inside Sources. Netflix is in talks with the judge to see if they can make his punishment into a new reality show where Antle... Faces the animals he smuggled in like a kind of gladiator type situation <laughs> where he has to fight tigers and lions uh-huh. and stuff like that. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I forgot to tell you, the name of it is going to be called Tiger Ring. Inside Sources. Tiger Ring? Yeah, like... Yeah, tiger Ring. They're in the ring with the tiger. Gotcha. Yeah. Not Tiger King. No. Tiger Ring. Mm-hmm. Alan uh, Barker and Kardashian's uh, kid is a boy named Rocky. Of course it is. There's an Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Rocky Barker? Oh, come on. <laughs> that can't I mean, be real. Uh, welcome, son, Rocky. Oh, congratulations. Uh-huh. That wasn't in the article I read. This article says five days ago. Well. How did... I just went to the number one article on TMZ, and it didn't... And it just said they welcomed the baby. All right. I didn't have 
and I didn't do Baby any boy. other digging other than seeing it. How they got how how Tom and uh, Mark reacted to the new baby. Uh huh. If you'll recall. Oh, and it gets worse. The baby's name is Rocky Thirteen Barker. Hell yeah. Yeah. He's got grown kids with Shayna Mokler, who still looks good, by the way. Shayna Mokler's not screwing around. His daughter, Alabama, is, I think, 15 or 16. 17 she, years old. She looks like she's 29 years old. Yeah. <laughs> why, why do you say that? Look at Have you she seen does. her? No, I've never seen her. They're all, when you're What's like a Hollywood again? kid, you're going to look all grown up. Her name's Alabama. Alabama. Burton. Landon is 20, Alabama. No way. Uh-uh. That, oh, my see? goodness. It's all that makeup, and she's got her boobs got done and lips. Yeah, all of it. How does she have... She looks like her mom. How does she... Does she get a breast augmentation at 15? She must oh, have, really? unless that's... Not, I mean, 15-year-olds can develop early, but that's pretty crazy. I feel weird saying that those are like knockers, but they are. Yeah, knockers. But, like, if you saw her, you're not thinking that girl's 17 years old. Bill, you want to bring up camera six? Okay. I'll show you Alabama Barker. Alabama Luella Barker. Ooh. There you go. Those There's are her knockers. just sitting there. Yeah, those she's are big, 17. fake knockers. Yeah. That's crazy. And she's had that body for a minute. She didn't just get those boobs. Sure. <laughs> my dad bought me a body for my 16th birthday. Same. Happy super Rich sweet 16. Are weird. Yeah. Well, there you go. Rocky 13 Barker, congrats. Is uh, Rocky 13 a movie? Uh, no, they never yet. got that high. Oh. I mean, it wasn't for lack of one. trying. What did they get to? Rocky Balboa with Rocky Balboa. Uh, Might have been. When there, and there was one more after Rocky Balboa. Uh, there was. I think it was just called. Uh, just Rocky? What was the Rocky. one where he finally. Uh, where he's like 60 year old, years old and fighting. And now there's a Sylvester Stallone documentary on Netflix. I was clicking around last night looking for a documentary. I'm like, I don't know if I want to start the Sylvester Stallone one. But uh, Rocky Balboa is followed by Creed. That was just a spinoff. I think Rocky Balboa might have been his last movie as Rocky. Okay. And um, that was a long time ago because I remember interviewing him for that when I was in Chicago. So, yeah, December 06 that came out. He is very short. I had to meet him in his hotel room to do the interview. And Sylvester Stallone is not a tall man, but he's very, very nice and very smart. Everybody thinks Sylvester Stallone some big dummy. But he's a smart guy. I haven't watched the original Rocky in a long time. It's a good movie. It is. It a holds good movie. up. It, yeah, I, I think, think so. I think it's won the I, Oscar. I always loved it. Yeah. Right yeah. before COVID, which one's the one with the Russian three? Four. 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 Yeah, Rocky Four. Right before COVID, it was like January of 2020. I went down to Fort Lauderdale for no reason because I had a hundred bucks and I was like, screw then it. 2019. No, it was right before COVID. COVID right was before- in 2020. I'm saying it was like January yeah, was of 2020. January. Yeah. Like oh, January. Right, right everything before everything I thought you said this, like winter, like no, December. No, 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 January. Like, okay. And um, I just went down for like three days just to get out of town. And uh, I ate a bunch of edibles and Rocky Four was on TV. And it's the first time I had ever seen any Rocky movie. It's a good movie. And what my takeaway from it was, was like, was there was a time in cinema when they were playing full songs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like four and a half minute songs. Yep. Running down the beach. Those- Not even montages. Just yeah. like this whole song is in here now. This like that song, James Brown song. You're just driving. <laughs> yes. Just, yeah, the James Brown song. Well, that that was in order to get James Brown to be in the movie. They had to he let him perform the whole, the whole song. song. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then he died. And then uh, whatever his name is died. 
Apollo Creed. Apollo, Apollo Creed died. Creed, yeah. And then he does the training montage to That's another all. whole song. That's and I'm like, that was the follow-up hit. Twelve minutes of this movie is songs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is crazy. Was it Burning Heart? What was the? It was another yeah, Survivor song. Burning Heart. It's yeah. where he's like got snowshoes on yeah. and he's like punching well, me. The Russians doing all this. The electric training with, yeah. with technology and stuff. He's got like the machine that like measures how hard the punch is. Yeah. And then uh, Rocky's just chopping wood and yes, running up the like snow. Yes, he's like in a cabin in yeah. the snow, training with things mm -hmm. that are around him. But it was another full four minutes where I was yeah. just like. That I was so high that I couldn't get over. I was like, I don't think I've ever seen a movie that wasn't like a cartoon sing-along, like Lion King or something, that had full songs oh. in it. And Rocky Five was the one where the kid died in real life, right? Tommy Morrison died? Not, not right away. <laughs> like, not in the movie. No, no, no. In real life. Didn't Tommy Morrison die? Yeah, he died, but yeah. it wasn't like on set or anything. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. like, it wasn't like Brandon Lee or anything like that. Rocky IV was the third highest grossing film of 1985. I remember seeing that in the theater. I was at a crappy, like a La Quinta Inn in, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Spanish for crappy hotel. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Watching Rocky high out of my mind. I remember during that time, I, I, I feel like I must have talked about this on air, but um, I timed out my edible and I was like, okay, it's probably going to hit in the next 15, 20 minutes. I went to go downstairs to get a snack have me a little snack for when you know i get the munchies and i was too i started to get high faster than i wanted to and i was too afraid to take the elevator because i was like oh if i get stuck in this elevator in this looking tin i'm gonna be really upset so i went down the stairwell and there was a girl passed out drunk in her bathing suit with a bottle of liquor laying in the stairwell and I was like, this is too much for me to handle. So I just went back to my room. I was like, I don't need snacks this bad. I don't know if this is uh, evidence, whatever I'm stumbling upon right now, but I can't I can't be here. This is I, I don't need this to happen to me right yes. now. Yes. I was like, there's no safe place in this hotel. I need in, to get back to my room. Taking the elevator. <laughs> it's like I need to get back to my room oh, immediately. Maybe I'll do a Rocky marathon this weekend. That'd be fun. That's a, that's a lot of movies. Okay. It's one through four, and then Rocky lives, and then Rocky Balboa, right? Then there's Rocky Rambo lives. two, and it's <laughs> 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 a one called Rocky lives. No. And then there's Rocky Horror Picture there's Show. Rocky one that's, through five, that's and then the Rocky prequel. Balboa. Rocky Horror. Oh, yeah, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I that's the prequel. He's not even in it. That's how, far, that's how much of a, a prequel it is. It's a different timeline. Yes. Part of the Rocky Cinematic Universe. The RCU mm -hmm. goes way, way back with Riff Raff. I've still never seen any of the Creed movies, though. I heard those are very good, too. I mean, boxing movies, you're there for, like, some angst and some training videos. Yeah. And you go, all right, you can do it. I haven't seen those either. The Creed ones, they're supposed to be real. There's, like, been yeah. three of them, I think. Yeah. But that Tessa Thompson is really hot. Watch it for her. And I think the sequels were directed by a Cleveland dude. Yeah, Ryan Coogler, right? Well, or did uh, I think he did the first one? Oh, okay. And he did Black Panther. Yeah. Okay. Three two was directed by. Give me that information. Creed two was directed by Stephen Capel Jr. Yeah. Is that another Cleveland guy? I think he's a Cleveland. Guy. Oh yeah, boy Hollywood boy. You know somebody? They're like, hey, uh, I'm not going to do this second Creed movie. Do you want to do it? Guy, no one's heard of. But you got to start somewhere. No, but I mean, he he started. He did a movie in 2016 called The Land. He that did was that about movie Cleveland. with uh, MGK. With MGK, yeah. and then that led to him getting Creed Two. Yeah, 
And then he did a couple of Transformers movies, yeah, too. Good for him, man. So he's he's got a good resume. Yeah. Um Transformers Rise of the Beast. <laughs> Nobody saw it. Did anybody see that? No. Rise of I the Beast. I started to watch it on Paramount Plus and I was just like, Yeah, even there's not enough weed All right. in the world for me to sit through. It made $440 million, so somebody's watching it. Call the Alan Cox Show. Is that what you want to do? Think about it, Alan. Once divorced and a broken man. 216-578-1007 or 1-800-348-1007. Three five one nine two. Want to text me? You want to watch live? Do it at alancoxshow.com. Again, a tip of the cap to Patrickle Frankenstink. Patrickle or Patrickle? It's very confusing. I should really get a primer on this before we start the show, so I don't no, I like insult do these people on the air on on, the, on the spot. I think that's uh, more interesting. Patrickle Frankenstink. Hey, thanks uh, for that. Cavs are off tonight. Patrickle, yeah. They'll play tomorrow night in Oklahoma City against the aptly named Oklahoma City Thunder. And then uh, hopefully they win. Hey, we were talking about uh, Cedar Point and Six Flags merging, and it was before that actually happened. And then it did happen. And now everybody's worried that something bad is going to happen to Cedar Point. People are writing op-eds, people... I mean, corporate mergers happen all the time. And it was probably only a matter of time, given the inconsistencies and redundancies in the park biz. We were just talking about Disney before. No one's immune to it. Now, they won't be headquartered in Sandusky anymore. I don't know what kind of uh, a situation that Cedar Fair HQ was. The whole shebang is going to be headquartered now in Charlotte. Great. I'm sure they have. I'm sensing some sarcasm. I'm sure they have great Northeast Ohio ideas in mind. Yeah, in but Charlotte. you don't need nor. What, what does that even mean? Like if if they were there was a if they weren't headquartered point. if they weren't headquartered in Sandusky, you'd never know from walking around the park. Well, what are you worried about? I'm not. It doesn't. It may. It makes no difference in my life. But you said I'm sure they have some great Northeast Ohio ideas. Because I don't know what there, that means. There, there was a charm in Cedar Point being a local business. It, it, it was the, it was the only amusement park I knew that was from Northeast Ohio, and people internationally would travel there. As a kid, we would go on trips there. With field trips there, and you would see all the buses from you know different parts of the country. Yeah, but those people weren't coming. To, students. Those people weren't coming to visit the headquarters. No. They were coming to visit the park. But it, the, so who cares where the headquarters Charlie are? Because they're not going to have Northeast Ohio. Like, they're not going to have the 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 charm of. What, have what you ever been to Charlotte? What, what? They're not going to have Charlotte's Ohio's a fantastic city. They're not just going to have. Wait, wait. Ohio. Do you think they don't want Cedar Point to do well? <laughs> I think is a is a way to sabotage. Sure. Why would they want to it's a do huge that? Moneymaker. It's the same thing with Giaga Lake. They may think they're doing well, and they're not. Six Flags bought Giaga Lake, correct? I don't know. They Six did. Flags, yeah, Six Flags bought Giaga Lake, but then Cedar Fair bought it back, bought it from the 
Six Flags, and that's and it went under after that. Okay. Well, I I just think there is a charm in having. But I think that was also just one of those things where there was two amusement parks too close together, and Cedar Point just had too big of a head start for Jungle Lake to survive. I mean, Why would, which one would you rather go to? Cedar Point. Right, because people will travel all over the world to Cedar Point. Nope. People aren't traveling from Summit County to go to Jungle Lake. <laughs> they have right. better rides, though, at Cedar Point. Yeah, that's the but point. But what does that have to do with it being based here? The charm. It, it, the charm. There, okay. is, there is a charm in that, and putting it in some big corporate headquarters. Do you know what charm compl- means? Apparently not. No, I, I, I understand but, what you're saying. I'm just saying I think that's I, psychosomatic more okay, than anything but, else. And, and, again, I think it, that means more be, to people in Ohio that it was headquartered but it here. But it, it meant something I that get, it was locally owned. I, I agree with that. And, and it, it, it would just... So it, what, it was, are you not going to support it now? I didn't, I mean... But it wasn't locally owned. Su- just because the headquarters were here, it wasn't locally owned. It was I mean, they, it was a big... John part. Cedar and Bobby Point. <laughs> they had <laughs> tons of amusement parks. I mean, that's why they said this is a merger of equals. Okay. I mean, I was joking, but apparently Pound Cake he's is... Person- he's personifying what all these other people are complaining about. I people- thought that it was silly that people were getting worried, but... I've had people... That don't even live anywhere. They live in New York and Maine and all these, and they're like, "Oh no!" Like they're they're like posting about it, and I I get it because once it becomes super corporate, like uh, okay, it had the small town feel. It was in Sandusky. It, it's not that's, but it is well, a Sandusky cor- it's not a nothing mo- but Cedar Point. It's not a mom and pop amusement it's park. It's a billion dollar corporation. It's owned by a by a corporation. Well, now they're letting everyone know that they're not. What did you a- think that anybody? Knew- Everyone knew Cedar Fair was a, it wasn't a mom and pop company. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how big of a footprint their HQ actually was. It was probably an office in the park. Probably. It's not like they had a, I mean, I I don't know Sandusky like the back of my hand, but I've never heard anybody talk about the Cedar Fair executive suite compound or anything (laughs) like that. It's probably somebody had an office in the park. A journalist who covers the industry for Theme Park Insider said that the new company should tread lightly before messing with Cedar Point's brand or fan base. He's talking about people like Cody. Yeah, because that is their brand. It, it, it's a staple here. It just is. So it, it doesn't matter if it's locally owned or not. It's a staple for people. The people who live around here, they're okay with something as big at Cedar Point being around here because it gives a lot to the community. A lot of people work there. A lot of people's first memory, their first but job. But they're still going to be working the there. They're not tearing it down. But it's not, they're not going to have the same local interest out of Charlotte is what okay, I'm saying. Okay, but there is a lot of local interest. Half the kids who work there from out of the country. Not, not only that, but companies headquarters. Yeah, companies, pl- companies place their headquarters based on things like tax abatements and things like that. But it's not because they're like, now. we've really got to be in Northeast Ohio. Like, a company doesn't care where its headquarters are. But it's not just it's not just moving headquarters. They own more parks now, so it's not going to be... Uh, Cedar Point might be an afterthought. They're like, oh, we could give this to... The, instead of when... A new ride came out at Cedar Point. Everyone was like, oh, this is great. This is, this is going to be, you know, monumental. It's going to be, you know, the biggest, baddest thing ever because Cedar Point was their bread and butter. Now that they have 10 other, 12 other parks, they're like, eh, Cedar Point got a new ride last year. We're not going to do a, an, another ride. Do you think that Cedar Point was Cedar Fair's only park? 
I'm not saying they already was, had multiple it, parks. I'm not saying it was their only park, but Cedar Point was their bread and butter. I think Cedar Point was probably one of the best, if not the best. Right, but that's why they're they want. That's to why it was an attractive merger. Yeah, they're not going. They're not. They're not stripping it for they're parts. They're not going to afterthought <laughs> it and be like, yes, they will. No, why they, would they? They will afterthought it because they just what you said, Bill. The legacy and the fan base is good enough to coast off of for at least a decade. They don't have to do anything to it. People will still come because it's the only. That's thing what here. corporations are thinking about. They're like, well, we'll coast for a decade. They will, and they then will we'll coast. go from there. They no, I'm, they want. I'm, I'm to sure make the. I'm, I'm sure the investors They'll will be fine with us coasting. But you know how investors work, right? With a with a publicly traded yeah, company. Yeah, I know how invest, investors work. They'll cut half the workers and just get as many or as little as pe- people. Who's going to run the rides? Those are AI. They're, they're, they're going to cut. Oh, AI. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Well, whatever. Well, this guy who was writing for Theme Park Insider said nothing that the company could do would boost the value of the Six Flags brand more than adding it. In front of the beloved Cedar Point name, but nothing that the new company could do would damage the Cedar Point brand more than slapping six flags in front of it. So even though it's a merger and not a straight buyout, I think Cedar Point is still considered to be like the crown jewel of this thing. So well, they're not, I don't think they're going to jack with it. Cedar Point and Cedar Fair owned parks that had their own identity. They own Knott's Berry Farm. Right. They own Magic Mountain. And these all have their own branding, whereas Six Flags, it's Six Flags of whatever. And I think the one thing that I'm excited about, though, is is Cedar Point going to get the old man dancing? That wasn't a highlight. <laughs> uh-huh. The old guy dancing. Because that's pretty cool. That was creepy. I, I don't even know that. It, yeah. Ad campaign of all time. 2004, their primetime commercial for excited. Mr. Six is what they call it. They didn't even, they barely thought about the name. On that worked so hard, there was just no time for play. But that all changed on this one particular day. The Six Flags bus pulls up. Old decrepit guy walks out wearing spats. Everybody thinks he's but lost, he's of course. Not actually it's decrepit. Like Swifty Lazar. So everybody, I guess their uh, their advertising was like, "Oh, let's fool everybody that an old man <laughs> can dance. Can dance. <laughs> an old white man dancing." <laughs> I go to that theme park. <laughs> Not, aren't even people getting married around here? Poundcake, if it makes you feel any better, the upper management of Cedar Fair are still the people that are going to be running this new company. So the president is still going to be the president of this new company. I'm curious what they're going to call it. What's the new company called? Are you the re- are Cedar you- Flags. <laughs> Not Six Fair? Six Points. It is six Points. Six Points. Mm-hmm. So... Boy, figured I would touch on that and move on, but Poundcake is all these people. He's in bed with all these people who think it's a travesty for some reason. I don't understand it because I mean, when Six Flags took over, when Six Flags took over Great America, uh, which was the biggest uh, Chicago uh, theme park, when Six Flags took it over, 
nothing changed. You just saw more Tasmanian devil mascots walking around, and mm-hmm. but nothing changed. It wasn't people like, boy, this was great before Six Flags came in. Maybe they had a different corn dog recipe. Maybe it'll get better. Ever think about that? Yeah, no. what if it improves the gay population in Sandusky Ooh. and the crowbar becomes a proper gay bar like you always wanted? That's there it. You, you sold me. You sold mm-hmm. me. You got me. You, yep. knew, you knew the way. Hell froseth over first. Froseth mm-hmm. over. <laughs> yeah. Well, something to think about. They already they already got the music for Pride Day, don't they? That uh, yeah, the music from the We Like to Party. Wasn't that who it was? The Benga Boys. Wasn't that who it was? We like to party. Oh boy, it's when the Swedes were really taking over pop back in the day. They tried. They certainly did. We fought them back. There is a uh, one of these strip mall mega preachers who thinks that Taylor Swift is uh, bringing Satan with her wherever she goes. What's up with this whole thing now at the Kansas City Chiefs that everybody's celebrating some lady, some girl? That if you look at her concerts, man, it's she she does satanic rituals and witchcraft. Why would you want to put that stuff in your home? You talk about blinding yourself again. And then he just and they she just happens to be dating Mr. Pfizer, the football player. I mean, you don't think that there's a connection somewhere? What? I don't know. Did he get the vaccine? What? Who are oh. the people co-signing there in the audience? By the yeah, you got yeah, she's satanic like because Travis Swift. Travis Kelsey's doing the Pfizer commercials for the... Yeah, that I get. They call round. him... Yeah, they yeah. think it's derogatory. They call him Mr. Pfizer. And he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Checks well, are good. Right. All these dopes who think that that's like a, a knock on him or something. But but I don't understand where... The, her, what are the satanic rituals she's doing on stage? I don't know. I'll watch her stupid show. Wow. Cody. Tell you what. Between you and Bridget Linton. Anywho, uh, okay, well, there you go. Hey, no, no, I have to defend her. What? She's not even here to defend herself. Uh, okay. Oh, hey, what's up, guys? Hey, what's going on? I heard. Uh, did you vote? I did vote. I sure did. How'd you vote? What'd you vote? What were the issues down in hell? You know how I, the same as uh, up there in Ohio. Well, they're trying to make abortion illegal in hell? (laughs) Yeah. That's right. I had a hand in the Cedar Point thing, that's true. But let me tell you, pound cake is it? Yes. Nothing will change. I don't believe you. (laughs) Of course I'm lying. It'll all change. There's going to be a massive storm uh, that's going to destroy the whole place. How do you feel about that? Breaks my heart. Yeah, I figured it might. <laughs> Anywho, listen, I. Uh, could you guys tell that preacher to please shut up? Because he's blowing up my whole spot. I've had Taylor Swift doing my bidding for the last 18 months, and this guy is going to ruin it. Wait, so, did she sell her soul? You? Nothing like that. No, oh. I sold my soul to her. Ah, that I, makes I, more sense. Yeah, how do you think I, I got tickets. hooked up with her? <laughs> I couldn't get tickets, no. I said, after all that soul selling. I mean, first of all, you know, souls are made up. But she didn't know that. She's just a girl. She's just a little lady. You heard that guy. 
little lady. But he's gonna ruin the whole thing for me because she's out there doing my bidding. And that football player, don't get me started on that guy. Oh, Mr. Pfizer. Mr. Pfizer. Yeah. Wasn't Mr. Pfizer in one of the Rudolph movies? Mr. Heat Pfizer. Yeah. yeah. Heat yeah. That's you, right? Mr. Heat Pfizer. Me? Aren't you Mr. Heat Pfizer? No, I'm, no. I'm Mr. Heat Pfizer. That's Mr. your I'm Mr. 101. Yeah. No, because it's way hotter than 101 down here. Oh. What? It's like 451. Wow. If you catch my drift. Hey, tell that guy to shut up, will you? Because he's ruining my, my thing. Who? Pfizer? That preacher. Oh, the oh. preacher. Okay, yeah. I mean, I don't know him, so it's hard Are you to... you sure? Yeah. Okay, we'll make a mean well. Instagram post. All right. Well, anyway. Okay. I, I, I think he might have ruined... <laughs> I think he might have ruined this bit, too, so... <laughs> tell him... <laughs> this bit's been ruined. Come on. Come on. Uh, <laughs> You want a Mozgov call? Shut up. <laughs> Bill, is it? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up, Bill. You shut up, Bill. That's fine. I'm not. Then, you know what? We're done. Fine. I'm fine, not, yeah. I'm not right. getting in touch with you guys anymore. Good. All right, bye. All right, I'll see you when I'm dead. Punk ass bitch. <laughs> I did. What? Who? Yeah, I called you a punk-ass bitch, Satan. I'm always the one defending you on here, and then you come at me with that energy? Me and Poundcake are always standing up uh, saying the devil. No, 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 <laughs> no. Poundcake and I are always like, the devil is our friend, and we love him. <laughs> I openly rebuke you, so. No, Poundcake's always like, get behind me, Satan. Get I'll me keep down. you safe. No, that's not what I, that's not what I say. That's you say that all the time. Reason. That's not what it is. But now it's over. Done with you, Satan. It doesn't sound like you guys can make up your minds. There's part of it's rebuking and then part of it's co-signing. I have and part never co-signed the devil. I don't know why. Seems like he got a good head on his shoulders. We have a bit of a case. falling out right now. I it think seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders. I think we just got a little fired up and I think it'll you're be all right. Things got heated. Uh, yeah. uh -huh. don't, worry, don't worry, Pound Cake. We'll be friends with the devil again. No, we won't. <laughs> Poundcake has enough imaginary friends. Okay, just say. No. It's got the same weight. No, it doesn't. Okay. Just say hello. Your mother sits here with his cash. Would you like to leave a message? I see that she gets it. If that's true, then you must know my mother's maiden name. What is it? Listen. <laughs> without the devil, there wouldn't be sin. And without sin... You wouldn't be gay! Uh... <laughs> <laughs> then Jesus wouldn't have anything to die for. So, wouldn't that make balance. it pretty important to have the devil there? Therefore, if you love Jesus, you also got to love the devil. You have to love him. Mm-hmm. Jesus loves everyone. I thought you were supposed to love your enemy mm -hmm. as your neighbor. It's not the quote. I'm sorry. What's the quote? <laughs> love your enemy as your neighbor. Isn't it? Love your so. neighbor love as yourself. Neighbor. Love thy neighbor. Love your enemy. Never love yourself. That's bad. You <laughs> yeah. Go, you go to, you can love yourself. Just don't touch yourself. You burn for that. Love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Okay. Love your, but no. aren't you also supposed to love your enemies? You're supposed to like turn the other cheek. So they yeah. Can you cheek. You, so he cheek? can look at your cheeks. Turn Check out your, your cheek to your neighbor no, as he is your enemy. 
for anyway, yeah. No, that's get it. Get behind me, Satan, so I could turn. So you can clap them cheeks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> love your enemies. It says. You yeah, love said your love your neighbor as if they were your enemy. Look at Alan. Oh, I screwed that up. You I mean. messed it up. <laughs> but, but you get the gist. You're still supposed to love your enemy, so Alan and I love the devil. Hate the sin, not the sinner. Oh, please. That's the one you're what thinking of. What a dodge of. that right. is. Right, and we're not, we're, not, the sin, we're loving the, the sinner. Sin. Yeah. That's what we're doing. I mean, is there How about, love the, better? Sin? How about love the sin, love the sinner? I mean, that's no, no, even no, more take love. A, take no, a person, no, no, take no, a person in their entirety rather than trying to make them something they're not. What feels great to do is absolutely free, can be done by yourself, and yet no one ever mentions it. It's the Alan Cox Show on the buzzer. WMMS. thousand dollars for in about five minutes you're trying to get your grubby little mitts on some of this buzzard bookie cash a few minutes away for the next one we'll roll out at 6 30 i'll throw you one there and then you'll be uh wrist deep into the choreotic experience at that point but he'll have a few more keywords for you uh tonight if you listen to us on iHeartRadio from outside ohio i like to know where people are listening I've temporarily removed our bureau chief map here from the studio because they're getting ready to flip to all the Christmas stuff on magic. We share the studio with them. And that's probably appropriate. You know, last year I put tiny pound cake into the Christmas tree. (laughs) But the Christmas tree, and I don't know if it's the same one as last year, but uh, the Christmas tree last year ended up uh, rejecting tiny pound cake. Like a transplanted organ. Yes, his his story. So if uh, you listen uh, somewhere, tell me. Andy listens in Atlanta. Jackie's in Paramus, New Jersey. Been to Paramus. Got a nice mall there. Um, Jake is in West Palm Beach. Mike's down in Charlotte. Zach's in Asheville. Love Asheville. Alex and Sarah listen in Gardiner, Maine. If get- any of these places you didn't like, would you be like, oh, Thomas is listening in wherever. That place sucks. Would you say that or no? No, but I, I haven't been to all these places. But some of but the places. But what if you had been and it was trash? Well, visiting is different than living there, right? I'm not going to. Well, some places are good to li- visit and not live in. But that's what I'm saying. So, like- so if I was like, oh, I had a terrible time there. You know, it's like people go. I don't know why everybody get you know, out of town people or whatever. I don't know why everybody gives Cleveland a hard time. We had a great time. I go, well, you can have a great time anywhere in three days, you know. You can find stuff to do. But no, if somebody, if I was like, uh, oh, Aaron listens in Dublin, California. Ugh. Yeah. No. I didn't know. Because he's listening. And he might not even live there anymore. And then AC's got egg on his face. Oh. And you know I'm allergic. One of the worst things to have on your face. You're allergic to eggs? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Uh, eggs are like one of the only things he eats. What do you mean one of the only things I eat? You I eat, eat a, a lot of leg. things. I eat a lot of things. I'm I just saying. don't eat In its to entirety. Excess. I eat everything in its entirety. You don't. Apples. Quarter bagels. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. <laughs> but I eat the entirety of that quarter bagel. Mm. So I got you. Good one. How do you like that? I don't. How do you like them apples? I didn't. I eat the whole ones of those. Although I had an apple. I always cut myself an apple and then eat it in the car on the way to work. Yeah, I did that today. And I had... These apples I normally get are just dynamite, and so I didn't even think of it. I opened up my baggie, reach in to grab my apple. It was so mealy. Ugh. It real nothing worse than a mealy apple. It's really bad. Ugh. Like I'll maybe throw it murder. Away. I can't even but, eat it. Nope. Mealy but, apples worse than murder, right? Yeah, I mean, that's also why I like. The I've green never apples. been murdered, so I don't know. I've never but, been a mealy apple, but I've had. But I've had apple. one. Oof. Huh. Um, I like green apples over red apples specifically because I feel like they have a less, a lower they're tendency more, to get mealy. Yeah. They're very crispy. They say crisp. Like a Granny Smith. Granny Smith mm-hmm. is my favorite. I probably eat three to four of those a week. Thought you were going to say a day. Not a day. Because you really only need one to keep a medical professional away. I believe that's the phrase. Uh, no, but I, it, it, it didn't ruin my morning. I mean, listen, whatever. Some people don't even have. ruined your morning. That ruined my over, yeah. Whole night. <laughs> I hadn't gotten any sleep, and here I thought, man, this apple, I'm a bit, at least I'm going to be feeling good after this apple. A little worm popped then, out of it. It wasn't even that. It wasn't Poor brown or anything. Alan, it was just, just all these problems you're having. <laughs> oh, his apple wasn't good, and his dog pooped. What do you want yeah. from me? I was up all night because my dog te- kept dropping soft, beefy heaters around the house, all right? That would that would frustrate anyone. Right. Soft, That's not beefy. some... Huh? The soft beefy heater, I think, is the new number four at Taco Bell. Just so anybody. They brought it back by popular demand. Can't keep them in stock. Nope. So I didn't sleep from that. And then I thought, well, at least I've got my apple. My en route apple. And it stunk. And the universe said, not today, brother. Sorry. It was so bad, I only ate half of it. Wow. Yeah. Hey, guys, it's the goose. So I think the only reason, and I'm only saying this because I grew up in that area, and all me and my friends, we all worked at either Geauga Lake or SeaWorld. I think the only reason Geauga Lake was ever that popular was because it was cheaper, and also it was right next door to SeaWorld. So like people from local areas would come around. That's what kept that place in business. Love you. Love them. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Goose. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I forgot about SeaWorld. Uh, there used to be a SeaWorld, didn't there? Was, there? Yeah. And when they murdered all the whales or whatever, well, yeah. how'd that get shut down? Um, suicide. Yeah, okay. Dolphin suicide? Is that what it was? Something mm-hmm. like that. Oh. Where was that, though? That was out in Aurora, or was there something out in Aurora? Yeah, it was right there, like, on the other side of the mall, the, the lake where <laughs> Jungle Lake was. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jaga Lake is before my time, so I, I, I've only heard people refer to it, but I know My nothing. ex-wife used to work at SeaWorld. I know she nothing about it. A teenager. Did she prepare the uh, dolphin filet sandwiches at the snack bar? No. I no, don't you don't know. eat them. I think she sold ice cream there. Oh. Was it dolphin ice cream? No. <laughs> I don't eat it. <laughs> Not flavored, shaped. The only time you eat dolphins is when you think it's tuna. Yeah, right? Mm. I had dolphin in the Virgin Islands. It's just all, you know, it's all, you know, they're like, oh, you're so smart. Why are you on my plate? Hey, Alan, I had a question for Chodes. Is there <laughs> any woman on this planet that could make Chodes go straight? Love you. Love me. Hate them and the show and all the people's forever. Okay. Bye. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a message for Chodes. Hey, Chodes.
I don't know. I'm still alive, and I've been waiting to go straight for a while now. Well, who would be the top of your list? I, I think I said it the other day, but I forget. So yeah, maybe did. it's not true. I, didn't I mention it? Like, I would go straight for Who are we true. talking about? You were talking about... Um, Beyonce? No. no someone we were talking about on the show. Celine, because she got that stiff body syndrome no. and she couldn't get away? <laughs> no. She wasn't. couldn't wriggle out? It wasn't Celine. Oh, no. Was it a real person or a celebrity? It was, it was a celebrity. You mean a civilian? Yeah. Celebrities are real people, Mary. Not. You're trying to be one. Yeah, trying. What are you talking about? D-list, baby. No, well, no, we're all, you know. St. Louis this weekend, let's try to sell two tickets. Oh, is that not going well? Like, nothing's ever going well. Wow, this one over here. It's like she had a mealy <laughs> apple for breakfast. <laughs> not famous. Who are you going to bang, Cody? But you're not supposed to do it to get famous. Right, but uh, comedy clubs are tending to not book people that aren't famous anymore. I see. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, that sucks. It does. I mean, how it's like it's like the eternal story of anyone's job, right? How am I supposed to get experience if no one will hire me? Yeah, we can't hire you. You don't have experience, oh. en enough experience. Well, how am I supposed to get experience if you won't hire me? How am I supposed to find out what celebrity pound cake would bang if he won't tell me? I feel like growing up, the prettiest woman in the world was like uh, Julie Roberts, Hall Halle Berry. Mm -hmm. very um, and then I saw Monsters Ball, and I was like, okay, I can see myself doing that, <laughs> the make me feel good scene. Or Diane Lane uh, in the... Just from your movies. In the stairwell. Yeah. Well, what, do I ha what else do I have to base it off of? Just beautiful women. But there's a lot of beautiful women. You need uh, to see them in action first? I mean, yeah. Diane Lane's a, a good choice, though. Yeah, that is a great choice. Great Diane Lane is really hot. Yeah. It was a chick right We were talking about someone. Um, who, who is... Uh, jo not Johnny Depp. Oh, wife. Unfaithful. Yeah, Unfaithful. Um, who is... Not Amber Heard. No, no, not, not no, Amber No, the French Heard. one. Leonardo Dica DiCaprio's wife in Wolf of Wall Street. Who's that chick? Oh, Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. She's Barbie. Robbie. Yeah. yeah, she's hot. I think I was talking about her. I don't know for sure that I forget. But yeah, she was hot. Um... Margot Robbie is definitely a gorgeous woman, but she doesn't like blow my skirt up. Oh. Like when I look at Margot Put Robbie, I'm like, pants and see how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> I tried that too. No one would look at her and go, eh. But uh, if you're if you're if you're looking at like a a you know, if you're looking at like a lineup of women, Margot Robbie's not the one that would jump out at me. She's too skinny for you. You like curvy girls. Yeah, too skinny. I mean, uh, but just in the face. Cassie's a bad bitch. I like Who? her. Cassie, she was Diddy's ex-girlfriend. Oh. Cassie, she has that song called Me and You. How about that Tate McRae? She's super foxy. I don't know who that is. She's that Canadian singer. She's going on this big tour. I think all the kids know about her, but yeah, she's is really she on, She's going to do Saturday Night Live in a couple weeks, I think. Oh, is she really? I think she's going to do it with the, whoever the next host is. Who, oh, okay. I think it's... Um, Someone that's done it before. Uh, Jason Momoa. Oh, okay, cool. I'd go yeah. straight for him. Yeah. Mary, you, you know, tonight on <laughs> Pound Cake, tonight on Kimmel, they're unveiling the war, the sexiest man alive. Jason Momoa. You going to watch? I don't have cable. He's on network television. Just set up the rabbit ears. <laughs> they don't have those anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have them? You have to have the... I'll, I'll wait till it airs and then look it up on YouTube. Watch the clip tomorrow. Yeah, okay. Well, by oh. then, it'll the, the jig will be up. Everybody will know. Who cares? <laughs> All right. Who had a big movie this year? Is it going to be Ryan Gosling again? Again? Was he before? Last Isn't year he was... Um, 
Had it a few times. List. When was the Blake Shelton year? That was a bad yes. year, right? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh, this is Blake all we Shelton? could get. Throw Even he one. was like, what the hell? Right. He is not attractive. Last year was Chris Evans. Oh, he's pretty hot. 2022, Chris Evans. Oh, it was Paul Rudd before that. Paul Rudd's pretty hot. Yeah, but Paul, but Paul Rudd, Rudd's like approachable hot. I was going to say, he's Paul funny. Rudd's like a cute, funny guy. John he's Legend, not hot. Michael B. Jordan. I mean, oh, Robin, Idris Elba. Robin Ooh. Gibbons, for whatever reason. Who? Robin Gibbons. Okay. I love her, and I I think I would go So you her. like white guys, but black women. You mentioned a few Interesting. white women. You mentioned Margot Robbie. Yeah. Halle Berry. And Diane Lane. Don't yeah. get much more whiter than <laughs> Diane Lane. That's true. She's in Nicki the outsiders. Minaj, I would say, but she would tear me apart. Who? Nicki, Nicki Minaj. Minaj. Oh, that's what you need. She would rip me to shreds. Rip you to shreds? Put you back together straight. Uh, I'm going to be real honest here. I don't know if I have enough D for her. You don't. How do you know what she... Because her ass is huge. I don't want to be embarrassed. You get lost. You don't. That's the point is to get lost. Well, you don't I think don't... Offset is strapping a two-by-four to his ass well, so it didn't fall in? Someone with my... You know, I don't have much experience. I don't want to know. Oh, like, I see. What you don't do want to. You don't want to go in cold with somebody that yeah. takes that big. You, you can't start with Nicki Minaj. Where, where <laughs> do you go? No, trial by fire. Just dive right in, guys. Nick Nolte won sexiest man alive in 1992. I was going to say, was that 1978? <laughs> I'm going Jesus. through these and I'm like, no way. Wow. They should do it before and after that one. The only repeaters are Johnny Depp, Brad Pitt, and George Clooney, who have each won twice. I think it's going to be someone new, and I think it's going to be... Who's had a big year? A Latino. Bad Bunny? I mean, he's very popular. Julio Iglesias. No. (laughs) Who had a big 2023? Wayne Newton. Someone who's like in the pop culture. Harry Belafonte. No. Harry Styles, has he ever won? No. These are like men, I don't think any of these men are under 40 years old. Plus, Harry Belafonte is dead. Michael B. Jordan. accuracy. Michael B. Jordan might be under 40. It's probably going to be the guy from The Bachelor. Um, no, it's not going to be. That old man? No, no, Cameron. What's his <laughs> G- name? Gary uh, from The Tyler, Golden Bachelor. Tyler Cameron or something like that. He's super I don't hot. Know. Travis Kelsey. No, they're not going to give it to Travis. Brad Pitt, Clooney, Depp, Gear are all two-time winners. Keanu has won. The oldest recipient so far is Sean Connery. He was 59 when he won it 30 years ago. Tom Cruise is the youngest. He was 27. David Beckham. Uh, who is who played um, uh, Oppenheimer? Oh, Vince Vaughn. Killian Murphy. Yeah, good for him. He's think- a skeleton face white boy. Punk ain't go right for that dude. What about what about somebody like Kate Upton? It's a boy. Huh? No, I mean for pound cake. Oh, I was like sexiest man alive. It's a boy. Can't be Kate Upton. <laughs> you sound like Courtney Kardashian. Robert Downey Jr. What was one? the Murphy guy? Ooh. Killian Murphy. C i l l i a n. You weren't gonna get that. Oh, is it? Oh, I see. Um. Ill, no, not killing. You him. like skeleton face white boys. But Andy's he's, Irish. He's got a lot of work done. Yeah, this is Cody no, doesn't he like. Hasn't. Are you yes, kidding me? The crimson chin. No, he, he, he has Look at his cheekbones. I know that's what, that's what he looks like. That's what he looks like. I refuse to believe. Look that. at him younger. He, looked he like looks like exactly the same. He oh, no. looks. He looks Those like a, cheekbones and lips. He looks are like not a real. plaster statue. That's what he's always looked like. So he's always had plastic surgery then? No. This guy's 47. He didn't get plastic surgery 30 years ago. He might have. Nah. That's how he's always looked. That skinny, like, yeah. That's why it's so envious. That's why it was hard to take him uh, seriously in Peaky Blinders. He's too good looking. He's not running around hurting people. 
Uh, Henry Cavill, has he won yet? Ooh, no. he's super hot, though. I don't know what uh, that, he is. He's, he's, he's Momoa super won. Huh? No, but Jason Momoa is so hot. One of the guys from yes. Supernatural. I thought you liked no, guys no that look more TV like Jelly Roll. No, I don't. You guys are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Momoa hot. looks nothing like Jelly Roll. What I, are you talking that's about? That's one of my favorite things about him. <laughs> Here's a dark horse one, Ed Sheeran, where they're like, we got to give oh. a ginger a chance. Oh, man. <laughs> Nothing dark about that guy. Has a ginger ever won Sexiest Man Alive? I don't think so. I mean, genetically, they're getting phased out of the world, so there's fewer and <laughs> right, fewer. Right, that's why you got to get one while you can. I guess so. No, it tends to be white guys who look alike or a super, super hot black dude. That's really all. Yeah. There's not a lot of variation. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think maybe this is the year of an Asian or a Latino winner. Who? Is it? Simu Liu. Yeah. No, it's gonna Jason be, one, it's gonna be one of the guys from Red White, Red White and Royal Blue. It's gonna be that Dakar guy. What the hell is that? No, no it's Red. White. It's gotta be some people know. And he has to they, be American. They watched it, and it, they they are American. I think. What, what, no one knows what that what is. is. That? It was on. Is this Amazon. a gay show? It's, it was a movie. It's Cody, this is not it. It went no. mainstream. Nobody it is. Did no, not. <laughs> no, it didn't. Dude, sexiest man alive is Johnny Depp, George Clooney. You How can't even names. name this person. <laughs> Okay. Household names. But John, John Krasinski. Oh, he could win. He's not going to win. He got all he, he got all buff. He would have won a few years ago when he was having the, when he came off of the office and then had that run on movies. Okay. Yeah, but he's been doing, out. he just did, finished up the Jack Ryan series, yeah. right? And he's all Jack now and he's. Okay. But the last four have been Marvel guys. Well, he's getting ready to be a Marvel guy because I think he's going to be. Uh, John Legend. What's it called? And the Fantastic Four? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think that was a thing. Well, I, I mean, this might push it in that direction. Hmm. I mean, I know he had the cameo. I don't know if it's going to be well, anyway, that for real. We're going to find out. Ten- Pound Cake's not going to find out because he doesn't have cable. I said I'll look it up after it airs. What time is Jimmy Fallon on? <sighs> With Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. Yeah. And it starts at 1130. Oh, is it 11.30? I, I think so, know. yeah. I, think. I don't know. I've never watched any of these shows. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's all just YouTube the next day. If it's an athlete, then I'll talk about it in the sports break. Oh, know. right. That's tomorrow. Oh, we got to save it. Oh, we got a stacked show tomorrow, boy. Mm-hmm. Sports break and Pete Corielli. And oh, all Pete of Chilean. us. I'm here. <laughs> all of us. Can you believe that? No, I don't. Man, what a stacked show. Call the Alan Cox Show. I'm sure it'll work for people on vacation when they... I don't have to do something, but I can't imagine it working on a day-to-day basis. 216-578-1007 or 1-800-348-1007. I was reading this story about... um, it said, booby-trapped birthday gift kills oh. Ukrainian major on his birthday. And I was like, that is a baller move, like out of a movie. That was a roller coaster of emotion. Was, like, you start off strong with booby, <laughs> and then hit me with trap, and then birthday. Then gift. And then, yeah, I was like, well, and okay. Ukraine. And then kills. Yeah, I'm like, oh. Except that's a little misleading. The, the actual story is actually worse, but booby-trapped gift kills Ukrainian major on his birthday. And I was like, man, if somebody kept the the receipt. Bill Squire is going to be at the Agora with Mary Santora filming a new special on December the 22nd. Where can they buy tickets? BillSquire.com. No, I was like, God, imagine if like a Russian 
general or something got a booby-trapped birthday gift. Some, except that's not what happened. I'm not sh- quite sure why they refer to it as booby-trapped. Um, his men had given him a box of grenades as oh, a gift. I, this I mean, sounds like it's a hit. What do you get? That, well, that's what I initially thought. I was yeah. like, that's intense. Uh, what do you get for the man who has everything? Box of grenades for his birthday. His 13-year-old son grabbed one of them and started to turn the ring. Oh. So the guy reflexively reaches for it, but the kid's finger was in the ring. And so the guy pulled the grenade away from the kid. He died. The kid is in bad shape, too. Oh, no. You're a Ukrainian major, and your kid doesn't know about grenades? He wasn't four. He was 13. work at Mm. work. (laughs) He walks in that door, and he's on dad duty. Alan, you know Uh, what it's like? I know exactly what it's like. Nobody listens to me at my house. Same for him. Yep. How many times do I have to tell you not to pull the pin? Yep. (laughs) Well, just once, really. And this was the... But 13, you, you think the kid had already been consigned into service at that point. Oh, don't pull things. <laughs> Blow don't up pull in f- things. Don't, what, Dad, what thing called the ring on the bond? What is, uh, what is green lemon called with ring on it? That's grenade, <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> but he's 13 and know about grenades. I don't know about limes. God. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have limes in the Ukraine. Do they have lemons? That's what they went to war over. I don't know. Probably, right? Hey, wait. It's too dark. It's military green. It's like that army green. Right, right, right. <laughs> is, is this, father, is this lime with ring? No, stupid. <laughs> don't pull dog. God, no. happy birthday to me. 39-year-old guy. The kid? Devoted his no, the kid dad. It was thirteen. No, I'm joking. Like the Kardashian Barker's kid's middle name. Oh, that name. Rocky thirteen. Mm-hmm. This major, they said, had devoted his life to the armed forces of Ukraine in the fight against Russian aggression, and he shuffled off his mortal coil because his dumb kid didn't know what grenades were. But boy, big ups to the guys in his unit. Were like. Happy birthday. <laughs> a box of grenades. Here's a box of grenades. Yeah. There you go. We didn't have time to wrap. <laughs> Pavel only has one hand. And Igor only has one hand. Between the two of us, we tried to wrap gift. But, man, it's tough. And I don't know if they have limes over there. I don't know. What do you know, Alan? Not much. Not much. Anytime you want to leave us a message, you certainly can. We've got the iHeartRadio app that'll take your talkback messages. And we've got the Alan Cox Show After Hours line that'll take your voicemails. Mr. Cox, it's uh, Mr. Crinkle here. I'm outside doing yard work on a Saturday and listening to the show as I'm one to do. You just did something again. I'm confused. Could you please just explain this? You're playing the clip of of, uh, Paul Stanley. Is that his name, Paul Stanley? Singing about folders. And you made the statement, a lot of KISS fans drinking coffee out there, boy. And I know you don't like to be misquoted. That's your exact quote. A lot of KISS fans like to drink coffee out there, boy. How did you come to that conclusion? Did you do a study? Did you post a survey on Facebook? Or is it just a generic statement like, hey, a lot of people out there drink coffee, therefore a lot of KISS fans drink coffee? Just a bold, general statement. 
statement. Is he serious? That you're yeah, he's very serious. Getting out as some kind of fact that no one knows. Explain yourself, please. What I, a weird I'm thing to zero in on. Flabbergasted. Confused. It's not confusing. They sell Kiss Coffee. Gene, Sim- I'm basically paraphrasing Gene Simmons when they started selling Kiss Coffee. He goes, a lot of our fans like coffee. They're human beings. They like coffee. Well, they have a lot of fans. I don't get what he's zeroing in on there. Yeah, well, he wanted anyway. he wanted you to cite your facts. He wanted he wanted a cite bibliography. My facts. This, he isn't wants a, a, this isn't a podcast about science. What are you talking about? I, when you mentioned, they sell Kiss Coffee. Well, along you with never everything mentioned else. that. You just said that everybody knows the Folgers thing. Kiss, was, think of an item. Kiss sells it. They've merged it out. Kiss Coffee has been around for a while. It probably predates the Kiss Coffin. That makes sense. Now, here's what's going to blow your mind. They spell coffee with a K. No. Hand to God. Hand to God. Officially licensed Kiss Coffee. So anyway, listen, I'm just paraphrasing uh, Gene Simmons, who's like, yeah, Kiss fans drink coffee just like everybody else. Just like everybody else. I was really hoping. I w- what? Who? What? Nothing. Who's clicking? Nothing. Oh. A pound cake was tisk tisking again about something. I didn't say anything. All right, I, that's why I was checking. I was hoping for more accents mm. because it's New England. Oh, well, here's what I have to say. Okay, there's Kiss Coffee. It has three reviews, so maybe Kiss fans don't like coffee. All I'm saying is, you you don't just overnight go. You know, tomorrow we're going to start selling coffee. You got to put money into it. You got to do research. You got to get the marketing together. So if you're going to go that route, of course, these days, everybody's got coffee. Uh, Cannibal Corpse. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody got coffee. We have it. Mary knows. Strong. Is it good? Strong. Yeah. Make it jitter. <laughs> That's what people like, though, about coffee, Leave right? Leave you buzzing. Yeah. No, I don't like that. It makes me think I'm going to have a panic attack. Me too. Same, Same symptoms. And you guys don't need coffee for that. No, 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 no. Hmm. So panic attacks are bad. Panic attacks are bad. Correct. That's why I it's like- called an attack. Name an attack that's good. <laughs> uh... Um, a, a, a Big Mac attack. <laughs> Those are yeah. delicious. Name an attack that's good. A snack a attack, I guess. Yeah. A heart attack. No, that's not good. Well, it can warn you about some uh, underlying issues. Okay, so next you time live. you meet someone if who had a heart live. attack, why don't you go up to him and be like, that's pretty good, right? Well, what if you have a good inheritance because someone had a heart attack and they died and then you made a bunch of money off of it? Bad for them. Good for you. What if your name is Zach and your dad calls you Zach attack? Is that a good attack? Yeah. Yeah. Zack attack. Like, yeah. I just feel like the word attack is usually not a positive Yeah, thing. it's no, usually you got kind of a pejorative. Problem. You got a problem? Kind of attack it. I think that's actually can be a positive thing. It's proactive. But that's not an attack. You're attacking the problem. But that's a, I said name an attack. You're saying an attack on a problem. <laughs> <Okay>. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A specific attack, right. normally so, not considered a yes. good thing. Attack yes. your anxiety attack. <sighs> so simple. This Ukrainian major was attacked by a birthday box of grenades, is kind of alluding to there. I was hoping for more accents because it's New England. There, there was a local television station in Hartford, Connecticut, that was covering the fact that a Dunkin' Donuts truck had been stolen. Donuts. And it led multiple locations in the area. To not have donuts. They don't say donuts. But the girl, they talk to the like teenage girl, early 20s or whatever, who's the manager. You're just pulling the short straw to be a manager over there. And uh, there's a little lilt. I'm not super familiar with that Connecticut accent, but you can kind of hear it a little bit. 
My manager had contacted the place where we get our donuts from and... <laughs> right? Donuts. Oh, yeah, donuts. Donuts. Donuts? Contacted the place where we get our donuts from and they let us know that they were stolen. So they said that the truck had got stolen and the donuts had fallen all out of the back. We had to improvise. We had some rings with nothing on them already, so we had to frost some of those. Some of them laughed. Some of them couldn't believe it. And then uh, we had this one guy even be like, what kind of Dunkin' Donuts is this? Right? Dunkin' Donuts. What kind of Dunkin' Donuts is this? I like that. Dunkin' Donuts. It's no Shemokin, but it's Hartford, Connecticut. Um, I assume rings is an industry term there at Dunkin' Donuts. She's like, we had some rings that weren't frosted. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Rings. Like a... Probably just the bare naked donuts. Ah. Right? Bare naked donuts. Yeah! Underrated. Been... Right. Like Underrated. Mm-hmm. You like donuts? I like donuts. I don't. They make it's my stomach been... hurt. I had donuts don't this weekend. I, fi- I finally got satisfaction at Dunkin' Donuts. Because oh. I went early. I had think- I completely forgot about something that I didn't get done. So I had to come back down here on Saturday morning. But I go, you know what I'm going to do? Instead of running into the same problem last time, I'm going to go before I come down here. Mm. So I go down there like 630. And uh, no problems. I guess that's the trick. Yeah, you get the... Anywhere early is a good way to go. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're not hitting the Voting. prime time. Yeah. Not pr- you can't tell when prime time is there. They get going early. They People do. want their coffee. But not on a Saturday, you get there before 7 a.m., I think you're going to be all right. Especially when the soccer season's over. All that crap. My manager had contacted the place where we get our donuts from, and they let us know that they were stolen. So they said that the truck had got stolen and the donuts had fallen all out of the back. We had to improvise. We had some rings with nothing on them already, so we had to frost some of those. Oh, just imagine them racing around. Oh, what are we trying to do? keep we all the all the uh, all the old people standing there, mm-hmm. keep them from getting mad, whispering at, at people that put their phones down, <laughs> like Mary's friend in the grocery store. Now I have to rely on myself to go to maybe a Turkey Hill or something where I don't like their donuts. I rather the donuts at Dunkin' Donuts, and I'm kind of dealing with it, but. I really miss Dunkin' Donuts. I go there every day. I get a chicken bacon croissant or I get some coffee, Powerade if I'm dehydrated. I sit there all the time. If I have any like legal work that I need to do, I go there. I meet with my attorney there. I'm going to miss that place. I meet with my attorney. Oh, that's the best. Steady my lead. Truly a classic. He's part doctor. You know, he's like, yeah, if I get dehydrated. Yeah, if I have legal work to do. Uh, You know, I'm a pre-law student. Right there in Shemokin. Day, I get a chicken bacon croissant or I get some coffee, Powerade if I'm dehydrated. I sit there all the time. Chicken and bacon. Chicken bacon croissant. What a, a mind blower. As many times as I've heard that, I don't know that I've processed chicken and bacon. Is that a regular thing? Yeah. Uh, chicken and it? bacon. Chicken and bacon. Is yeah. it for breakfast? Not for breakfast. Like chicken uh, bacon ranch wrap for lunch. Right. Oh, right. But a yeah, chicken okay. and bacon breakfast sandwich. Yeah, that's a little outside the box. This is how hey. they're. Uh, this is what's keeping that guy in Shemokin. Keeping uh, people obese up there, <laughs> doing his legal work. Oh, this uh, chicken and bacon breakfast sandwich. Um, if I have any like legal work that I need to do, I go there. <laughs> I meet with my attorneys there. I'm gonna miss that place when it, if it don't open up. A lot of my friends go in there, get the cold coffee, coffee. The iced coffee. I guess it's called cheap, classy <laughs> place. 
to meet up. It's a location where you can meet up with your friends. It's the only thing this town has. <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. He's saying the quiet part out loud. Cheap That's all we classy. have. It's cheap, cheap and classy. Cheap and classy. Yeah. Kind of like me, you know? You're an Eastern PA. You consider yourself cheap and classy? Mm-hmm. You're not really cheap. No, I'm not cheap. Oh. Actually, there was Isn't that a... you fight with your boyfriend all the time because you're not cheap? Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is an ongoing fight. We hit a, uh, a new level of our relationship. Speaking of that... Congratulations. Anal? No. No, it has to do with money. Uh We opened a joint credit card to put all of our household expenses on. That you will never get to use. Congratulations. It's it's for everything on our... uh, Who hangs on to it? We each got one. We each got a card. So it's for anything that has to do with the house. So all the bills, groceries, any... You got to pay it off every month. Yeah. Yeah. Every, well, we plan on doing like I have two different credit cards: one for comedy, one for life stuff. I mean, you don't want to have you don't want to have monthly interest on, but on we're not like, going to the light bill or something. No, no, no. no. It's literally every Friday because yeah. that's what I do now. Is that every Friday I just pay off whatever the balance is. So that's what we're going to do. But half and half. We signed up for it yesterday. We put both of our bank accounts on there so we can each pay fifty fifty. And and this is a big move in the relationship. In order. Well, I think so. Being, but, like, financially attached to somebody? But the finances, your finances weren't in disarray. No, no, no. But we're just putting They're, things in order to, like, eventually... To build a life together. Yeah, to get a house and to They're, have a savings account. And, <laughs> They're building points with each other. <laughs> yes, cash back. Yeah. <laughs> Frequent flyer miles. We went with the cash back option. I see. All right. But yeah, we did that last night. A joint credit card. Yes, we talked wow. about a joint checking account. Yeah. Brian was not comfortable with that. Visa, MasterCard, Discover. Does it matter? American Express. What does it matter? I don't know. Capital <laughs> One. American Express. I have an American Express. I do too. For comedy. No. Oh. It's my business card. Um, but yeah, so that was a new a new height, I think. I don't know. It chime. felt like a big deal. It chime. It's not chime. <laughs> you paid two days early with chime. <laughs> no, it wasn't chime. Oh, boy. What? <laughs> Why are you oboeing? No, I think it's congratulations. Tell me. You well, don't okay. sound sincere. But well, I'm, I'm it has nothing curious. to do with me. I say congratulations. I want to know what you're making a, a sound about. I'm not. I thought chime was funny. Oh. I have a question though, Mary. Yes, Cody. Can you do more damage with a credit card than if you are attached to a joint bank account? Because I mean, a bank yes, account, you can. Technically, yes, but we're both responsible people. We're not going to be on there spending up. But did you? I just wanted to know. Did you ask him like? Well, shouldn't if we get a joint bank account, there's less liability involved versus because worst case scenario, you pay your overdraft fee or close out the account. That's fine. But a credit card, you can rack up debt. Very well, quickly. and that's another part of the relationship is trust, where it's like I'm trusting you not to go haywire. Yeah, you're both you know? grown ups. Yeah, it's not like know. we're going to go on you're there. Getting your first credit card in college, well, right? And you can monitor it. It's not like and also, Cody, you're waiting for a paper statement every month. <laughs> Everything that we <laughs> have, yeah, app. we both have the app. We both downloaded the app. We both have access to the information at all times. And also, any big purchases we already have. We have all of our appliances. We have TVs. Like, mm-hmm. so there's nothing that he would go and be like, "Oh, I bought a brand new TV," or "I bought a this" without telling me or or running. You know, it'd be really me. funny though if you charge something really expensive. No, just to re- just to see him freak <laughs> he out. Would lo- I, he'd leave me. I just, really think just, like totally planning to like cancel the but just see. order something yeah. that maxes out the credit card. Yeah, one, this will one teach go. you to make the joke about uh, sucking my toes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's coming in the mail in seven to ten business days. Nice. Well, that's... They're cool. earning interest on their relationship. <laughs> Peak in interest. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
All right. You're quiet. Who? You. It feels like you're disapproving of this. I didn't say anything. Because of your I'm quietness. Li- I See, I listen when other people talk. No, I'm listening to the conversation. I don't have a dog in that fight. You should do whatever you want to do. See, that's that's what I don't like. That <laughs> that's what I don't like. <laughs> what? What do you want him to say? Yeah, I what don't do know. You, anything. I just did. I don't have an opinion on your joint credit. Is that okay? No, that's not okay, Ellen. I this mean, is radio. You need to take hard I, stances. Alan, Let me how teach does, you how radio goes. How does Bill not know that Wendy's has a chicken bacon honey breakfast sandwich? That's the only good one. <laughs> Oh, and it's available any time of the day, right? It's No, breakfast oh, hours only. God. Damn it. Last thing I heard about was the pumpkin spice frosty. By the way, when Ethan called us earlier, and we were talking about my dog crapping all over the place last night, and he said that they had given the dog the pumpkin puree, mm-hmm. right? Somebody texted me and goes, you better tell that dude that's for when they're constipated. Not for they <laughs> So they basically filled that dog up with something that was going to completely, not when they have an upset stomach. Somebody had told them to give the dog pumpkin puree for an upset stomach. And somebody texted me and said, no, that's for when a dog is constipated. It gets the trains running on time. That's why their bed was full of pumpkin puree in the middle of the night. Mm. Why didn't Mary want a checking account? No, I, Brian didn't. Why didn't Ma- Brian want to check in? He doesn't account? trust her, does Probably, yeah, I don't know. Because he wouldn't have opened anything if he didn't trust me. But um, He wants to be able to cancel it. Or keep, I don't know. Well, no, 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 because this also earns cash back. So if we just have a checking account, we're not earning anything on the purchases that we're making. Gotcha. So with this, with, we did the math last night, and with this specific card, we should end up getting somewhere around $1,000 back a year, which doesn't seem like a lot, but when you're saving and, I mean, you're spending the same amount of money you're going to spend anyway, and as long as we're paying it off every week like we say we are, there's really no downside, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. Why is there so much silence? No. I have to go to a break here. No, Bill and you at the same time, and then Bill's trying to get me to mess up the credit card before we even get it. Why does he want you to do that? I for don't the know, joke, because he doesn't want me funny. to be happy. No, it's because oh. we're on a comedy show. No, I didn't, not. I didn't, and I didn't I realize. Go, and if I go, hey, congratulations, that's boring. But if I go, sabotage it. <laughs> Mess up his credit I didn't realize yeah. the stakes were so high for this joint Ooh, credit buy card. Buy a bunch of stakes. That's so mean because he's a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> and now I must leave you as the Brady Bunch is on, and I find four of those children incredibly arousing. <laughs> Get out of here. Be careful of what you say. Be careful in every way. Be careful of what you do. Big Brother is watching you. Be circumspect and discreet. Stay light on your mental feet. One slip and you know you're through. Big Brother is watching you. Confirm with all directives. Remember obedience page. And when you watch that TV screen, remember it works both ways. You'll disappear in a wink. Unless you can double think, you'll vanish into the blue. Big Brother is watching you. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.